Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Isn't it a treat? <laughs> no. I don't want to feel like we're recording something. Yeah, I don't you know. Either. I don't It's either. not even like that. No. We're just sitting here present. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't like that. Yeah, no, we're not, not doing that. Right now. Okay. Why are we doing this podcast? Why? Why are we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> no. I know. I think it's because one of the biggest things is I want to feel like we have like a little time capsule yeah. of the way I think, the way you think, the way some of the things that are going on in the world, uh-huh. which, psh, I mean, who cares? Who gives a fuck about the, the world, run. really? Yeah. It's all about us, right? right. The centerpiece. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think most importantly, I think that's what it's about. I just want to look back like five years from now and just cringe. Yeah. I just want to cringe out of my body and my soul. Yeah, I think I think for me, I just want to do something. Anything? Yeah, and this was kind of it. <laughs> just you anything. Know? I just you want like, to do you like, anything. You were like, yo, buy a mic, we're going to do a podcast. And I said, okay. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. That's literally how it worked. That's how, that's how it went down. You're a simple man. I am a simple me, man. Me, I'm like, conceptual, I'm like, hmm, well, I need some deep reason to do this. Dude, it doesn't have to be a deep reason, <laughs> I don't think. No. At least. No, I really don't think so. I used to think there had to be a deep reason for it's a lot like of things. Dishum, but, but there doesn't. It's just for fun. It's for fun. I think the the idea of like saving is like a time capsule kind of thing, right? That's to like cool. capture all like the moments like Yeah. I'm not whatever. super sentimental about idea. shit like that anymore though. You know, like No, but I think it would be fun. I mean, we've always like kinda like tossed around the idea of this shit just yeah. for funsies, but And I think it will be fun, no doubt. Yeah. But like it's not about like going viral, even though I joke about that. Right. It's not about like people watching it and like. No, you know. it's it's for fun. Man. It's just for fun. It's, it's for more fun. for. I'm, I, it's a selfish thing. Yeah. More than anything, we're I'd, selfish motherfuckers. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> Let's just start it off with that. I'm just. So, I'm okay with that. That's okay. I think everyone should be more selfish. Yeah. Period. Do what you want to do. Not even just do what you want to do. Do what you really want to do. Oh, really want to do. That's some you motivational add- speaker type <laughs> beat. <laughs> don't, don't do what you want to do. Do, do what, what you, you really, really want to do. Want that, to that's going to help with impulsive people. Everyone's impulsive. Yeah. Impulsivity equals ADHD. <clears throat> that's me. That is, and also anxiety. Because ADHD anxiety, equals me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, but seriously, it's like. When you have, when you're anxious about something, you feel like you need to do it or you need to think about it right now. You yeah. need to figure it out right now. Yeah, right? you can't just like let it you go can't just for let a little it go. bit. Let it because, let it simmer. I mean, this is this is also the way our mind works. It's part of our survival instincts, right? Like when we when we get anxious about something or when we have think about it like this, when we have like a gut feeling that something's wrong or like we're in a situation where something doesn't feel right, like it's just like that ooh, like that yeah, thing in your like stomach. Yeah, that that feeling. That is a almost a survival instinct. I mean, imagine like in like prehistoric days or <laughs> not even that long ago like yeah. thousands of years ago let's say right when people were hunting for food right like yeah. they were hunting for something and like they sensed another animal right or like a bull something's something here <laughs> like a tiger <laughs> like, oh, like fuck. A- <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck a tiger <laughs> oh fuck a tiger's about to eat my ass bro <laughs> dude no yeah I but seriously you. that feeling that you get is like yeah you know yeah. right and like it's so funny, like when people are like, "Oh, I feel like I have like a deeper into it." And everyone has that. Yeah, literally yeah, everyone. Yeah, it's, it's like a built-in mechanism that it, we have. It is. It's an evolutionary thing. Yeah. If we didn't have that, we'd be dead. We wouldn't exist. Yeah. That's why humans exist. So, looking at it that way, 
makes anxiety a little bit easier to accept and be like, you know what? Like I, this is part of me, right? Yeah. But at the same time, our anxiety has developed to such a point that it has made our mental health a huge issue. Yes. Right? Like we literally can't. Cause we just sit in it. Right. We just sit. We and, just bask or, in the anxiety. No, I don't think it's the problem that we're sitting in it. It's the problem that we're running from it because we think it's We're wrong. running from it while sitting in it. How the fuck do you do that? <laughs> well, I mean, it sits with you. It sits with you. It, it's sits like, within it like, you. doesn't go away. You're trying to run from it, but it's within you. So you you kinda... can't run away from what's right. inside yourself. Right, because right? that, like, just, doesn't, that you, just doesn't work like that. How the fuck do you do how that? How do you do that? You don't do that. Well, you want to know how people try to do that is, you know, copious amounts of drugs, copious yeah. alcohol. Hell yeah. Alcohol is a drug. Um, right? I alcohol mean, yeah, if, if you like classify it like that, it can, yeah, it I mean, fits in the category. It's it's mind altering to an extent. Yeah. Oh, to a large extent. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, depending on how much you drink, absolutely. Yeah. But. I think if we're talking about drugs, like, you have textbook definitions of shit, sure. But, like, what does that really mean? Like, does it, is that how we should conceptualize things in our own lives? Not necessarily, right? What, because drugs? Yeah. Like, let's say <laughs> like, for dr- drugs, for example, like, I think almost anything can be a drug or anything can be okay, addictive. Okay, yeah, I get what right? you're saying. In that, in that, in that, in that sense. category, sure, yeah. Right. So when we're talking about like something like alcohol or even something like eating junk food. Yeah, because right? you run away from anxiety by feeling better or, by eating shit. Yes, anxiety, yeah. fear, depression, your problems in life. You can, yeah. you can run you're marathons. You're trying to replace it with things that make you feel yeah. good. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I guess to an extent, it's kind of like, you know, right. if you look at drugs as addictive things and things that like take you away and fill a void. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. So because we demonize drugs, right? In our right. society, right? Like that's drugs are bad, right? Unless like, it's ph- pharmaceuticals. Right. Because then, then those good. are good. Because then, then, then those help. Right. Because we need those, right? Right. Yeah. We, we need those. We definitely need those. You're or else pain, we go crazy. some hydrocodone. Oh, of course. Like and if you get addicted to it and, you know, you end up just fucking... Good. There's more money for us. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, don't, that's cool. Don't worry okay. about it. It's All cool. Right. It's, a, yeah. it's a chill thing. Yeah. Name of the podcast. Ah, bam. <laughs> name drop. <laughs> name drop. It's, it's a chill thing. <laughs> it's a chill... That's the name of the podcast. Should we go into it? No, not yet. We'll, we'll, we'll wait for a better moment. We'll save moment. it for a spicy... Yeah, a spicy... A spicy perfect entree. moment. Or if someone asks. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. Regardless, back to the main topic, yes. which is addiction. I'm addicted to shit. Are you? Are you addicted to shit? I'm addicted to shit. I'm hella addicted to shit. Not, I've gotten a lot better with it. I'm working on it. Yeah. Constantly. I'm addicted to my phone. That's probably one of the big ones. I think, I think everyone is at this time of Dude, yeah. time, like fucking, Absolutely. you know. Are you kidding me? It's hard to not look at your phone. And if you're not, it's like you're feeling disconnected, even though when you're looking at your phone, you're kind of you disconnected. Are, that's the, it's the <laughs> From the present ironic, moment. Right. Yes. It's the most ironic Everything's thing. Everything's ass backwards. It is. Because your phone is the easiest, most direct way to distract yourself from the world. Yeah. It is so easy to just pick up your phone. Boom. You got the face ID. Boom. You're on Twitter. Boom. Done. It's like 30 seconds. Tops. I still got the thumb scan. It's still fast enough. It's fast enough to be like, you know what? This takes so little effort. I could just right. do it. No, yeah. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. So like, it doesn't matter. So when you know that you have something in your pocket right in front of you that you could just be like, oh, I'm feeling a little fucky right now. I'm just going to go on my phone. Bam. Right? And for a lot of people, including myself, it's automatic at this point. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm feeling a little bored, whatever. Go on my phone. Right. 
Oh, I'm feeling. It's not even like it's a conscious decision, kind of. It's just like it's, it's like a it's like a reaction, basically. Like you feel something, and it's like okay, yeah. reach for phone. Exactly. It's like what your mind tells you. Exactly. And I think on a deeper level, it's you're right. It's subconscious. It's it's unconscious. Yeah. It's not something that you're choosing to do. Right. Who, who is making that? Decision? Because we're aware. We're aware that we're addicted to our phones, right? Like we, we're I'm aware. Here, we're right. sitting here talking about it and acknowledging right. it. And, and a lot something. of people are aware. They can say, "Oh yeah, right. I'm addicted," yeah, but are they, they actually but it's like, aware? Yeah. Like because like, can you catch yeah. it in the moment then, where or you're like, after "Oh, it happened, I'm right. feeling a bit funny. I'm feeling a bit anxious. I'm gonna whip out my phone." Exactly. But it's not a conscious thing. It's unconscious because it's exactly. just like you just reach in your pocket, right. body response, take out your phone, and it's like, and you're fucked. Ding, bada, boom, and then you're scrolling through fucking tiktok instagram whatever exactly the fuck it is, and so. then next thing you know it's been like two or three hours and you're yeah. like my day is gone <laughs> and i i'm yeah. severely depressed right you know like <laughs> pemdis <laughs> pemdis stands for please end my damn ass shit ass life yes thank Shout you out Nakey to Nakey Jakey. Jakey. yes the greatest man alive yes <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways but no seriously i it's become a real thing where i'm like it's like blipping in and out of existence is the yeah. way I put it. It's like you are aware in one moment, whether you're, you know, sitting there doing nothing, whether you're doing an activity like you could you could be involved with that. Right. Hopefully you are mm-hmm. in a place where you're like you're conscious of what you are doing and how that feels in your experience. But for a lot of people and, and myself included, I'm still working on this. It's like one moment you feel like you're actually alive you feel like you're there and the next moment <coughs> you're not and you're not even aware of the fact that you're not you're aware of it after it happens mm-hmm. right so it's like yeah you're after like, the two hours on tiktok yeah. you're like oh where the fuck have i been you're like, like coming <laughs> in and out of existence yeah and then that's where people start to develop this feeling of like what the fuck is life mm-hmm. you know it's like what is going on yeah it's like what, what am i doing like i just spent two hours right. sitting here doing literally exactly. nothing it's like what the fuck am i doing and here, that's fucking existing? it's scary yeah. It's like it, it's an existential crisis once you realize that. It's yeah, like, to a certain extent, definitely. I think that happened for me during high I was questioning it like during high school, getting out of high school, and I was like, this can't be it. I'm like, this can't be how life is. Like, <laughs> this, this is ass. I'm like, this is some fuckery. Fuck this. Fuck this bullshit, man. Like, seriously, because like, there's no way in hell. Like, if you're religious, if you're not, it doesn't matter. If you truly believe this life to be at this standard of like, just like, this this low vibration numbness of like uh, I sat on TikTok for five hours today and I feel great. <laughs> this is what the, there's no <laughs> fucking way that's it. Oh, I found so many good TikTok <laughs> videos today. God, there's no so happy. And that's like okay, I'm not here to like be like holier than thou. Like no. I'm not above this stuff. No, no one is. No, no one, one is. is. It's this stuff is meant to be addictive. Right. Right. Well, yeah. That, I mean, that's the, that's how the products get so popular. Right. It's meant to keep you going back to it and like you exactly know, pulling you back in so it's not something that i'm like trying it's not to, our fault it's not like we're right yeah it is so it's interesting though because like it's not our initial fault right like we weren't just like we weren't coming in with the attention of like oh i want to get this phone so that i can get addicted to it right. so that i can you know feel so, like no we just got a phone <laughs> because we wanted like we wanted to talk to people Bro, we, you know it's when did the you new get your I- first phone? it's the new iphone um I think sixth grade. It was a yeah. little fucking like slide phone with the keyboard and shit. Yeah, I had a Virgin Mobile. It was like red and Virgin red and white. Mobile. That phone sick. looked gnarly. Dank. It was sick. Baller. I Dude. think I had an LG Rumor. 
Ooh. Yeah, it's like one of those slide ones with the keyboards. Yeah. I almost kind of wish we too. could go back to those. Those times. were tight. Yeah, dude. And then they were simple. You didn't. Yeah. You couldn't fucking. You didn't see like some bullshit from TikTok on there. Yeah, you weren't getting there notifications twenty four seven. Like, hey, you have a new friend suggestion. Yeah, on you didn't Facebook. go on. You didn't go on fucking you know, Twitter and fuck. see the most degenerate, yeah. like goofy ass tweets that people tweet. <laughs> like, you don't have to fill your mind with all this shit. It was just simple. Call, yeah. text. You take a few videos that were like 240 pixels, and that was it. Yeah. You couldn't even see people's full. face. Yeah. It fucking... you were, they were just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, it was simple. Simpler times. Yes. Whose idea was it to make them more complicated? I want to talk to them. Uh, I don't know. You know, the, the people who fucking advanced technology. Bill Gates. <laughs> Yo. Bill Gates. <laughs> IG. <laughs> He's cut co- the vaccine's a microchip. Oh, oh god. It's all planned. It's all Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that shit. It's so funny how they're like, oh, Bill Gates has money, so he's like the kingpin. You know of how many all people of this shit. Do you know how many people have money? A lot of in this country have money. specifically? We're the richest country on earth. Right. People are so naive. Yeah. If you think one motherfucker is the cause of all this shit, you are an absolute <laughs> Bill Idiot, Gates is bro. putting microchips into these vaccines. Bro, like, even if he is involved somehow, you are so dumb for thinking it's just him or right. just a certain group of people, liberals. <laughs> You're so stupid. It's yeah. all of them. It's, You're so dumb. It's all of the oh above. Oh, my God. Like, and that's the problem, bro. It's either it's black or white for so many people. Yeah. It's black or white. It, there's no like, oh, like, I wonder if there's something a little bit more complicated to this issue. No. It's no, just, they look at the, they take it at surface value. Yeah, they they just see what they see, and they're because like, oh yeah, oh I read this online. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Gates does this, and right. so now he's the bad guy. And they're like, okay, yeah. I don't. I wonder where I they accept read that, that though. Like, is it Infowars? Like, I don't fucking Alex know, Jones? dude. Like, I, what? I, I mean, Alex Jones, I'm sure. Like, he goes pretty is, hard. Yeah, he goes pretty hard. Um, but you like know, conspiracy theories. That's just how shit starts. People start con- like thinking okay. of these theories and like throwing yes. it out there and then people are like oh yeah absolutely you know it's almost like religion in a way how it's like it's like stories mm-hmm. that like come out you know like jesus yeah. he was a miracle worker he's walked on water he did yeah. this and people are like oh wow i want to follow him it's fantasy like yeah it's literally living in delusion yeah it's living through delusion we were just talking about that yesterday i know the delusion it's, it's crazy but why do people believe in conspiracy theories why do they feel inclined to because it's an answer to things that they might not have an answer to right they don't they are missing something in their head, right? Yeah. It's like, not literally. Like, they're not missing a function of like their brain. Like, a chunk out of their brain is they just are, missing. They feel like something no. is lacking, <laughs> yeah. right? They need an answer for, for the way life is, Yes. right? And to fill that, people will believe anything, Yeah. right? Yes. If they don't have something that's already... That makes sense to them. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's and that's religion as a whole in the first place, right? It's I like something. It's like, like finding yeah. some purpose to like why we're here, right? right. It's like, oh, God created us. Right. Oh, we came from the Big Bang. Fucking, right. that's you know, all valid. It's all evolution, whatever. It's like mm-hmm. it's like an answer to things that we don't really have answers to. Right. And why do we need an answer? Yeah, like why? Do why? We need an answer. I guess. You know, maybe maybe that's the selfish part in people thinking like, oh, hey, like, it's I don't ego. understand this. And like, I really want to. So like, I'm going to try to find an answer it's and a maybe craving. and maybe settle for something that sounds right. It's a craving, bro. Yeah, it is a <clears throat> basic human. Uh, this is a, something we have to battle with. It's this constant need for something. Yeah. Right. That is what we need to be aware of, because if we're not aware of it, it controls our whole life. It's yeah. Just your, it's partly ego. It's partly just the way your mind works. And you have to understand how that works in order to stop it. Yeah. Right. Or agreed. at least 
keep it under control. Right. right? At least be being able to acknowledge it yeah. and like notice it when it arises. Right. Because if you're just sitting there like 5G Bill Gates, uh, Alex Jones is uh, the <laughs> Yeah, and you don't, and you don't happen, think like, twice about it. <laughs> if you don't think twice about it, then what are you doing? You're not doing anything. Like, yeah. You're like, like a rock. Right. What, what are you using your brain for? You're just sitting for? there being dumb. Yeah. Like a rock. Yeah. You're functioning on the level of a rock. Maybe it's nice to be a rock sometimes, though. That Okay, the whole philosophy of maybe it's better to not know about any of the bad you know, shit that's people happening. People say ignorance is bliss, right? Like, Yeah, I get that. You know, but, I get that, but like... I, I battle with that because it's like, okay, well, if we're talking about it on a worldly scale, there are slaves still in the world. There are diseases. There are uh, really corrupt governments. There yeah. are people that are horrible, starving. Horrible, horrible shit. Oh, this awful going shit. On left and, and like, right. th- what does it mean to be ignorant of that? Does that mean that you need to know every little detail of those things? Does it mean that you just need to have those in awareness? A basic understanding of what's right. going on. What does like, it mean? What? Because how are we going to judge people based on the knowledge that they have? of what's happening in places that they don't exist. Right. Like, think about that. Why are we, because it's so easy to look at someone else and be like, oh, you don't know about the humanitarian crisis in Libya? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Are you like, I don't live. I don't live there, bro. <laughs> right. Like, It's not fair. Like, I, like am, I, am I just supposed to do random research and be yeah. like, what's going on in Libya? Like, what? Here's the, here's the thing that has always bothered me. It's like those people who are, and I've been guilty of this too. I'm not gonna say that I'm never. I've never judged someone for not knowing something, right? Yeah. But like when we're talking about these huge issues, these worldly evils that you should be aware of, right? The ignorance is bliss type thing. What is the difference between knowing and not knowing? What are you changing about what is happening? Truly. Like, like if you knew about you know starving yes. children in Africa, right. like compared to not knowing yes. like what are you doing yeah what is the difference like what is the difference like between what a person is the who difference knows? what can they do to change that situation what is the what is the i mean factor? there's definitely some people that like then take action they sure, hear something yeah. like that and it's like oh like this is kind of something i'm becoming right. passionate about like i want to help send water and food mm-hmm. to people who need great. it in foreign countries you sure. know which, is, um, great. which sure. is great yeah but other times you know it might just you know people find that out and they're like oh wow the world is fucked Right. Like, oh shit, this is going on. That's fucked. Like, this is the world I'm living in. Yeah. That's fucked. And, and then that kind of just like sit with it. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, oh, like, I'm hopeless. I can't do that. Like, I can't help this. Like, I can't, so, you know. So, in my mind, the way it works from, from my perspective, it's like, you see these things that I know about some of these things, right? I don't know about everything. I'm not, right. a, I'm not an expert. Right. But, like, to know about some of these things, I look at it and it's like, okay, I have a choice here, mm-hmm. right? At least I think I have a choice. Do I want to let it weigh me down do i want to let it affect the way i live my life and think about other people Mm -hmm. do i want to look at the world through a lens of oh this evil shit is happening it's so terrible oh you know i mean especially right now it's like what are you focusing on what are you focusing yeah what are you placing your focus you have a choice in that and it's not that it's ignorance you still know what's happening Mm -hmm. it's just that you're choosing not to dwell on it you're choosing not to it's a conscious decision yes it has to be Mm -hmm. because if it's not a conscious decision you're just gonna let it sweep you up and do whatever the fuck it's gonna do to you mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then you're just you're just like being carried on a boat of suffering yeah you know yeah literally yeah and that's a whole concept in buddhism it's like all like, aboard you right know, it's samsara train, train of suffering right? here samsara dude you're just caught in the cycle samsara right? yeah it's called that's what it's called in buddhism oh interesting. like when you're caught in the cycle of rebirth of just being born into lower consciousness oh okay <laughs> okay yeah 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 i got you, you. know but that's a whole that's a that's whole, a whole can different of worms. thing yeah but anyways whole can of worms that's a, seriously it is but like when it comes to that stuff, man, like, I just, 
people almost are inclined to be miserable when they think about that. <laughs> they feel like they're entitled. They, they're like, I want to suffer. Please, let yeah. me suffer. Yeah. And it's like, cool, yeah, you can suffer. But like, why do you, would you rather be right about something or would you rather be happy? Yeah. You know, would you rather know everything or be happy? That's what, that, yeah, that's what that right? one monk was saying in that video that we watched. Like, would you, like, in, yes. in, in terms of the, the context of it is, like, like fam- familial arguments and stuff oh. like that and, like, grudges and whatnot. That, and it's basically this yes. this monk was saying, like, would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? So, I showed you that. I forgot. Yeah, you showed the me girl, that. yeah. Yeah. Yes. She is. That was so amazing. Yeah, but that was a good video. That, I always, I've been, re like, like, understanding that in my own head as time goes on. And it's like, even with you sometimes, I'll realize I'm kind of being a dick right now. Is yeah, that, I'm doing that just because I'm familiar with you. Right. Right. I wouldn't. You feel t- comfortable being an asshole exactly. to me. Exactly. And I'm, I'll admit it. Right. And I'll hold it against you forever now. But I'm sure you just do kidding. the same thing towards no, other yeah. people too. Yeah. Family especially. Absolutely. Family's the easy. That's what she was saying in the video. Family mm-hmm. and people that you're m- more familiar with. Yes. It's easier to be assholes and easier to be mean. It's easier to hold grudges. Unconsciously. Unconsciously. Correct. Unconsciously. Yeah. And but you still need to. You still need to be honest with yourself that you're doing it because you are doing it. Mm-hmm. You are acting it out, but you're not aware of it. You're not conscious of it. So right. you have to. That's where the compassion comes in. It's like, okay, you're doing this, but you're not doing it consciously. So mm-hmm. be compassionate towards yourself and be like, you know what? I'm I'm sorry that I couldn't be that way. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I I'm you know. You're basically saying, you know what? It's okay that you weren't that way, but let's be better in the future. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so then it's like can, acknowledging the shittiness, right. but saying, hey, let's make an effort next time to not be so shitty. Exactly. So that's why you need to be aware of it, first of mm-hmm. all. But then you need to do the other process of, you know, kind of letting it go through your system and being like, how does it make you feel? What do you think about that? Why did you do that? Sometimes there's not that deep of a reason, though. Yeah. I think most of the time that I feel like I'm being addicted to someone, whether it's someone I'm familiar with or not, I'm never addicted to people that I don't know. Like, right, because you're like, like you want to give a good, like, like, yeah, like like someone working at a yeah. store, you know, yeah. like clerk. I'm so nice to people. You know, cashier, you're not going to be like, hey, fuckhead. Right. Like, I, I genuinely yeah, feel like I'm like, really nice to those people. And right. it's not hard, though. Cause, like, well, yeah, especially because, like, you know, you work, I work. It's like we're able it, to, yeah. like, put ourselves in their shoes and be like, oh, they're right. working it's here for eight hours in this exactly. shitty place just and standing. During you know? a pandemic. Right, during, during a pandemic, you know, they're essential workers. They have to be out. Yeah, you're going to be nice. so bad. Yeah. Right. like. When it comes, it's so interesting though, because like you look at that, you're like, yeah, I can be nice to a stranger. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why can't I be nice to my family who I've known for years and right. my friends who I've my known for years who I love, fucking life. right? Right. What is what is that? What it is, I think, is it is our unconscious. Um, you know, we're not aware of the fact that we have all this built up negative shit within us, right? Mm-hmm. Our own personal qualms with other people, with ourselves, with the way that. We view people the way that we interact with life. Yeah. We're not happy about something at work. We're not happy about the way our relationship is. We're not happy about this, this, that. And we bring that with us throughout the whole day. And we interact with someone that we're comfortable with. And we just... Yeah, we like barf it we out. Just barf it out. <laughs> and it's like, we don't even... Because it it's like, it's literally about to just shoot out. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, you're just... Because it's we're, all sitting we're, there. We're like holding the, the lid. Without even realizing it, And then it, it just fucking, at some point, it's, pops open. And it, it pops open, especially with people you're comfortable with, because... You you're more comfortable. Them, like, right? you feel more comfortable releasing right. that around them than with some and random maybe, fucking person. A lot of the time, too, it's... You have some problems with them mm-hmm. that you have and to so resolve. so you kind of like... 
you know like release it in that mm-hmm. way yeah it's you project like, you pr- yeah projection thank you, you know? i was trying to think of how to word that, yeah it's but. projection unfortunately and like it usually ends up so like if you have a little problem with someone and you have a, lo- a big problem with a lot of other things that have nothing to do with them you'll just end up re- unleashing the whole fucking tsunami on them mm-hmm. and it's like they're like what the fuck right you know and that you have an argument and you don't even know what you're arguing about anymore. <laughs> yeah, you like, just get lost. You're and like, where like, are we? Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's like blipping in and out of existence. It's yes. like, oh, we just we just screamed at each other and called each other names and I didn't even want to do that. Yeah. It's you like know? that's that wasn't the goal of what we just... Mm-mm. It yeah. never is. Yeah. What is. What is the human nature in that scenario? What is the intention, right? Do Right. Because we always... You know, people always, you know, jibber jabber about like, oh, I w- I'm a good person. I want to be good to people. I'm compassionate. I'm empathetic. Mm-hmm. Are you really, though? When it really matters to the people that you interact with most on a day-to-day basis, are you really, though? Yeah. On a very, very small level, surface level, the things that you're doing that you may not even be aware of, are you being that? Mm-hmm. Are, you, are your intentions really that? pure because mm-hmm. i don't think a lot of people's are including my no. own i'm still working on my own yeah too. absolutely you know and it's it's a constant you have to constantly put an effort to be aware in every moment mm-hmm. or else you're fucked right you know because then you're just walking around you know willy-nilly unconscious you're just, like just doing whatever floating around snapping at whoever. those are the yeah. fucking karens that you know oh. like snap at the people at the stores it is it is really like is. oh you don't have the bath soap i want let me take all of this anger and, and just, negative energy i have and just barf it's it like on godzilla you. yeah it's like mecca like, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, my bath crazy. soap raw. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how can you get mad about something that's yeah. insignificant right because it's not about the thing right it never was it's about that person and their personal suffering yeah and just letting it out on everyone right. else right 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 because what else do you do with it you just let it sit there? No, right. it hurts. I mean, that, that ties in with, like, bottling up your feelings and shit, you know? Yeah, that's why, that's like, people, like, sink into, like, depression and other things, mm-hmm. you know? It's just bottling up all these things and not, mm-hmm. like, letting it out in proper, healthy ways. Yeah, and if, if you, you got a lot of anger, right, you know, you're not gonna... A, not, a non-proper way is to snap at people at a store because they don't have the product you were looking for or uh-huh. something, right? Well, another way you can handle it is, like, you know, go work out, go for a run, do something that's, like like... Yeah. Like useful at least to like yeah. let no. the energy go, you there know. There are there are definitely some ways when it comes to like, you know, you could exercise, you could do this, and those can be very good like temporary little fixes yeah, temporary. in the moment. I right? agree, yeah. It's but, not like long term. You can't just be like, right. "Oh, I'm mad. Let me if go work really, out for the rest of your life." Exactly. Like, if you really want to change something on a permanent level on a long-term scale, you have to work within that moment. Right? Mm-hmm. When those things are coming up, when you're at Jewel Osco trying to find some fucking soap, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, ma'am, we don't have soap," and you feel that fucking <laughs> elephant, <laughs> that fucking giant. That's ball. the only soap I use. <laughs> they're like, my husband hasn't slept with me in fucking six years. I'm gonna fucking beat the shit out of this. I guy. haven't been touched <laughs> in a millennium. Like, <laughs> when that starts coming up, you look at that and be like, "No, we're not. We're not gonna go, Karen. Right? We're not." Oh, like I'm about to. Like, no, it's like, like super sand. But like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's so funny, bro. No, yeah. Oh my god. Like, cause I mean, what is that ball of energy? What, what, what can it make you do? Right? It's just yeah. It's just a feeling in your body, right? Right. Usually, cause it's something in your mind that translates to what you feel that physical sensation yeah. in your body, that anger, that sadness, that grief, that trauma, right. whatever. 
you feel it, right? Because if you're thinking about something, it's going to eventually make its way mm -hmm. and manifest in your body. Right. So in those moments, you can literally, if you're aware enough of it, you can feel it bubbling up. You mm -hmm. can feel it starting. Well, right? yeah, dude. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, um, like meditating, like, mm -hmm. like I, like I was, I, I've told my brother this and I've told you too, like there was one day where I was I meditating yeah. and I could like hear him like on the computer and he was being loud mm -hmm. and, and I'm sitting there and I'm just like feeling this like swarming warmth. Swarming. Like, sw <laughs> not swarming. Sorry. It's a good word. No, I like Swirling, that. I would I like say, because it swirling. felt like a ball of just like warm, like energy whatever you the fuck you want to call it just like it's like swirling in my stomach yeah. yeah i was like what like and it was like i could tell because i was like getting like angry i was like oh like i'm meditating he's being loud mm -hmm. and like that's the physical sensation that was going on right. and like it was something that i noticed and so like so it's like something that i'm trying to become more conscious of then yeah. so like if i'm like working and i hear him and i like feel this feeling building up in me i'm like that's just anger dude like right. you don't need to react to it like it's, Take a deep breath, chill out for a second. Like, there's a huge problem with the way that, and this is something I experienced growing up to some extent. Like, we have been taught to give so much power to those feelings, mm -hmm. right? We have been taught that <clears throat> when something like that comes up, you have to react. Mm -hmm. You have to do something about it, right? Yeah. You have to, or else, or else what? You know, what the fuck is it going to do right. to you? It's a feeling, it's your body naturally reacting to something outside mm -hmm. of itself or something within your mind. Right. Right. And is your, if we want to get really deep into it, is your mind really something? Is that you? Yeah. No. Is it a trustworthy source to react you upon? You cannot trust your mind. Mm -hmm. Your mind is coming up with shit all the time. Yeah. Just straight hot garbage mm -hmm. all the time. Yo, hot trash. Literally, I'll be sitting in any moment. I could look inside my mind and be like, all right, what kind of shit are you coming up with right now? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're thinking about uh, transsexuals? Oh, I got a, oh cool. I got a penguin right. with some flip-flops. <laughs> right. you know, like. the, <laughs> the dumbest shit. Absolute, and sometimes it's like really evil, awful shit. I don't know if you experienced that, but like it's like... Yeah, no, you can really, think of some fucked up things. Because like I've seen some shit, man. Like, well, yeah. We've, we've, sure. We grew up in a generation watching some fucked uh, up Movies, videos. video games, even, like whatever. I'm like, not going to say the names of them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But like... And like, not even that, but also hearing about shit like Sandy Hook happening and yeah, like just like school fucked up school shootings and, and people like, getting murdered. Yeah, it's like all that yeah. stuff. It it ingrains in you to some extent, right? Right. And that's it. Beca it becomes a possibility in your mind. Yeah. Right? So like one day you're sitting in school and then you're building up all this anxiety and you're mm -hmm. like, what if a school shooter is gonna come? Right. Like, what if today's the day right. I die? You know, fucking. And to some extent, it's valid. Right. Like, yeah. It's yeah. Like there's a slight chance that some guy will come into your school mm -hmm. and, you know, kill people as fucked up as is. that is. Right. That's a reality that some people In have some to parts live of America. With, but, yeah. America is um, the only place where these things fucking happen, though. I wouldn't say I, I, you can't say the only place. I mean, like, unless that's statistically like shootings, proven. Like it's I know school yeah. shootings are a lot more prominent in the U.S. Like, no, it's on like another like level of like, no, like from I, I don't want to say this for a fact, but I'm pretty sure. Like ninety five percent sure. This okay. Is the only country in the world where school shootings happen. We'll have to look into numbers because yeah, we can't like I can't I, say for sure. I wouldn't. But I, I know. It wouldn't for, surprise me if there has been a school shooting. Somewhere I else. I know for a fact that the U S has the most school shootings oh, yeah. out of any it's, other country no, in the goddamn you know world. America number one. Probably baby. in the you know if there's like aliens and shit yeah. out there you know different life forms. I don't think they shoot up schools. No. 
Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't fucking know. Like you know, they got alien school out there. All right, walk around with their Martian. We're guns, talking like, about Earth. All right, yeah. Sorry, we'll get back. <laughs> I agree with you though. I don't think they would either because they're too smart for this bullshit. Why do you need to shoot up a school? That's yeah. unnecessary. Right. But again, that's an extreme form of resistance, right? Like, right. How does someone become a school shooter? I feel so sad in my life that I need to go murder right. people. Like I feel so angry. I feel so just beaten down by life. I need to... I need to retaliate. I need to retaliate. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, I don't consider those people evil. I just consider them a symptom of evil. Right? Yeah. I consider them a symptom of everything that has fucked them in life. Right. And everything. Because how else would they, it's not like they're born they're and they're like, born. oh, I'm going to shoot up a school no. one day, right? No one is born evil. Yeah. No one. Not even fucking Hitler. Yeah. You know? No. I mean, wasn't Hitler like abused, not abused by his mom, maybe abused, but what, maybe. you know, like, you know, he didn't get accepted into art school and shit, you know? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, let's kill all the Jews because of that. I like, I don't fucking know. Was like, it something like that? That sounds. I think that was something. I think he was an like an aspiring like artist who got turned down from an art school that Damn, he was Hitler. like trying to like show his work to or something. Yeah, no, I think I've I've heard something similar to that. Like, and like, I think I've also heard something about like he did not have a good relationship with his mom as well. Bro, a lot of that childhood trauma. I mean, that's like that's like where the all of it comes from. You well, know, a, a bit, a big chunk of it. Your understanding of, of life is like really developed like in the early stages mm-hmm. of your life. Like, and then, you yeah. know, obviously, as you grow older, you can adapt it and, like, oh, yeah. you know, whatever. But. Well, no, I heard, I, I was talking to someone who said, like, the experience shapes it and the genetics or the, you know, the initial, yeah. right? Like, I think genetics and, like... It's a diff- it's, it's, it's combination of, of nature and nurture, as, ex- as, exactly. as, as they talk right. about. It's in, a in, huge combination yeah. of both. It can't be one or the other, right? Right. It's not versus, it's both. No, it's right? both. It's, it's a combination because, you know... Like, naturally, I think, like you were saying, people are born, like, you know, pure, so to say, not corrupted yeah. by all this shit, right? Whatever. Right. Like, no one's born thinking, I'm going to go murder people. Mm-hmm. But that's the nurture that comes to that. It's yeah. like, how were they treated? What kind of environment were they in right. growing up? How were their parents? Blah, 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 blah. There's mm-hmm. so many things that add into it. It's like, what kind of friends did they have? What were their friends' upbringings? Right. Because when you're a kid, you're so influenced by your friends All and, like, it. your environment and All other things it, like that. It's yeah. like, so if you're, you say your upbringing was totally fine, mm-hmm. right? Your parents weren't beating you, whatever. Yeah. You didn't hate the world. You thought life was pretty cool. But you meet a cool dude, and when you're young, you're like, oh, this guy's, fr- like, a good friend, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But say his parents beat him. His parents were pretty horrible or he had a rough upbringing in any other way you could think of. Mm-hmm. And, and he has these views that can then influence the other person's views. Right. Right? It's like, And it creates a link. It's yeah. Like a, it's like one person influences someone in that way, and then they do go on to do this and this and this and that. Right. I mean, I mean that's like, I mean, it, it's to, go, to go back to, like, a Hitler thing, too, I guess, in uh-huh. a way. It's like, you know, like, Hitler at some point makes a decision to, like, rule Germany, yeah. right? And be like, okay, I'm going to get all these followers, like, how did those people end up following Hitler? Same shit. They they're, hear they're the, ju- how are they, they hear the shit. At, right. Yeah. Right. They're on the same level. Right. right. They they hear the shit that he's saying, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I can get down with that." Like, why do we isolate one specific person from history or one group of people from history and say, "Oh, they are the most evil, awful people"? They are just the most noticeable, right? They are just yeah. the most prominent people out of a larger group of people who have been completely 
just shit on by life. Yeah. Right? People cannot do something like Hitler did without other people being being the same way. Right. Right. So even now, like shit that's happening now, like I don't, it's the same fucking concept. Mm -hmm. It's just on a smaller scale or it looks like it's on a smaller scale, but it's really not. Right. You know? Yes. How does someone like Trump become president? Right. Same fucking way. Trump is not Hitler, by the way. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're not making direct comparisons here. No. It's just for the sake of conversation. Trump hasn't. Yeah. Right. That's just ridiculous. Not a great guy, but not Hitler. No one is Hitler besides Hitler. (laughs) Let's just put that out there. Hitler is Hitler. Hitler is uniquely awful. Yes. But with that said, Hitler is still, in the same sense, he is a symptom of everything. His upbringing, his, the way that you know, his parents treated him the way that, you know, the way he, was he sat with his feelings, yeah. the way he, the way he was taught feelings, the way he was taught this, to deal with this was yeah. taught and yes, yes. his, the racism against Jewish people mm-hmm. that was taught too. Mm-hmm. Right. It had to have been it, right. Yeah. You where don't the fuck else does that come from? Right. What is the idea of Jewish people are less than where's that? Come right. From? Like, like dude, like if, if you, if you take like a white baby and a black baby, put them in the same room, they grow up their whole lives, not knowing what racism is. I don't think they're going to like, you know, no, they probably get along. They probably right. Google they're, Gaga, punch you in the face, and we, you know, eat applesauce. <laughs> you know, it's like, right? Like it right. doesn't work like that. It's no. it's parents, it's people, it's your environment, the, the you know things that influence right. that stuff. It's like exactly, dude. So, oh, bro, hang on, wait. Yeah. <laughs> this just, do you remember that fucking kid at the uh, at the one protest that we went to for Black Lives mm-hmm. Matters, and the kid was like, dude, you know, the best way to end racism, oh he was God. on he was on some, like, power thought shit, he's like, <gasps> the best way to end racism is to make nannies a bunch of different, like, ethnicities, like, Genius, <laughs> he's like, bro. we gotta get, you know, like, if like a black <laughs> nanny for a white baby, we need to get a Mexican nanny for a white baby, like, we gotta, like, spread out the ethnicities, and that will help, you know, Bro. <laughs> it's just a fucking funny Bro. thought. <laughs> no, that is some dumb, dumb shit. I, that was I mean, of, sure, that's exposure to an extent, but like, it's that's not, not going to solve racism. You can't just like, expose people to people and be like, okay, uh, learn, learn the thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, like, what if one of those nannies is racist, right? Right. I've met white people, black people, Asian people. Everyone's that are racist. racist. Everyone's right? racist. There's people that hate white people, oh, understandably. Yeah. Like, you know, Bro, like, I hate white people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, Really though, it's that it's very subtle, right? Yeah. Like I don't think people realize how subtle racism is sometimes. Like it's within a lot of like foundational structural parts of our society, and also like politically. Don't even get me started. Mm-hmm. But like, I think behaviorally, I've noticed like sometimes when like certain family members are just like subtly racist things. We're yeah. friends. Do- and when we were growing up, yeah, I was fucking racist, bro. Yeah, straight like, up. We, it's not like we even like notice that or like realize exactly. that we weren't aware of it. You know, you grow up as a kid listening to you know whatever music yeah. and hearing whatever you say. You know, uh, we're a bunch of white boys. Like you know, at some point in high school, like dropping the n word and saying all these things, yeah. like it's like it's some normalized. natural thing. But like yeah. we didn't even realize that that's like right. all racist. Like right, and so that also ties into the whole thing of like, do, why do we demonize people? based on like a lot of past stuff because to be honest if 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 i were to like fucking run for you know a political office at some point motherfuckers pulled up a video of me saying some really dumb shit mm-hmm. when i was like 13 or 14 gg like i'm done <laughs> gg I'm done. yeah i'm done like yeah like there's like, no way that's absurd to hold people to that standard because people from, can grow people can learn the world changes so fast volatile it's so yeah. volatile it's always changing everything is always changing 
from when we were from like let's say from when we were like maybe like pull out the memory bank (laughs) we were like eight to like 18 imagine feel the world felt so different for me versus how it has felt from like 19 to 23 you know yeah like vast and like that's like that's like just a random scale like that's not literally like the exact it's just it always has changed right yeah whenever i felt like something oh life is so oh it's like everything feels like so much especially in high school everyone gets yeah it's like oh my heart was just broken like the life sucks sucks. this is horrible this is how it's gotta be like yeah whatever but that that passed yeah like everything else it just changes it changes it just changes and it continues to go on unless you resist it Mm -hmm. and unless you resist the change then you can just sit acceptance yeah you can sit in that grief that and in those moments of like oh like this sucks like life is if you want your life standard to be like this you can let it be there yeah. for your whole life yeah i mean it, really yeah, it depends on how you're looking at it in and that it de- sense. depends how deep on, you are and how volatile it actually is yeah. for you individually yeah because especially if you're extremely depressed extremely anxious you're literally living in like a hole with no windows right mm-hmm. you're living in a giant hole that you can't climb out of and there's no windows to see like oh this is you know that's how it feels at mm-hmm. least right for a lot of people, I believe. Um, and, like, I've experienced little moments of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was never formally diagnosed as, you know, having depression. But, like, I experienced moments like that when I was yeah. growing up. For oh, sure. Most I definitely. everyone has. I, yeah, everyone has at some point felt, like, you know, sad or depressed right. or anxious. There or are levels whatever to whatever fucking yeah. experience, you know. There are most definitely levels to it. Like, very, very high levels to it. Like, yeah. severe depression, clinical Depression. Right, there's scales right. of it all there's if you want to put it in terms like that. It's definitely. not, it's, but it's very not much. It's not black and white. There's no. a lot of in between there, mm-hmm. and but the base feeling of lack is the same, mm-hmm. right? Whether you're severely depressed, whether you're mildly depressed, whether you're just kind of feeling kind of like you know just ugh, this, this low vibration like numbness. Yeah, that's what I experienced a lot was just like numbness when I yeah. was in high school, just like ugh, like this feels it's just like oh another blah. day in the life of. Tyler yeah like whatever I think the reason for that a lot of it too is like just living out a habit you know you're just living habitually when every aspect of your life you go to high school you wake up at 7 30 a.m you take the same classes every day for the most part you do similar things high school Uh, I mean there are things about high school that I like don't get me wrong no yeah no I know but like like, you do that you go to school you get out of school you're like oh my god I want to go home it's been like eight hours I want to fucking go home and then you full day of work you go home take a nap because you only got three hours of sleep last night um right and you sleep like half the day away and then you wake up at like seven o'clock play video games maybe I'm just describing my own experience yeah (laughs) you know I mean that sounds like mine though too right but like I think a lot of people (laughs) they end up even as adults, people do this, right? So oh, like, yeah. If you get stuck in this in Still high school, doing it now. and then you keep on doing it throughout college and past that, you're in a bad... You're you're kind of fucked, bro. Like, yeah. Because it's so easy to just sit in that comfort. Comfort, right? Yeah. It's like... It's it's familiarity. Familiarity. Right? It's like a familiar feeling to you. So it's like, oh, if I step outside of mm-hmm. this box, I'm going to be uncomfortable. Our Even minds, though stepping yeah. outside of it could mean you're going to be, like, happy instead of depressed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But you, on the, you don't... It's like... The grass is greener on the other side, but you can't see that, right? Right. Like, dude, you can't possibly dude, see that. Dude, there's this thing that I learned in one of my philosophy classes at Loris that was, like, it was a story about these people who lived in a cave, and 
there was a fire in the cave and shadows were projected on the wall and these people were like chained down and just watching this wall of shadows and they thought and believed that this was their life this is what like all of it is right um one of them gets out and goes explores outside of the cave i don't remember all the context i'm like very like cutting this story Slice short it together yeah um one of them gets out goes explores the outside world realizes that there's so much more to life than mm-hmm. just you know staring at a fucking wall fucking looking at shadows, shadows right <laughs> so the other dude come comes back in and he tells the other people that were in there is like yo like there's so much more than just this like you guys just got to come step out of the cave with me and they were all like no like what the fuck are you talking about like oh, why like why would we do that yeah i can't remember who the philosopher was that that, mm. that uh referenced I think it that Plato. Or someone else. I know what you're talking it about. It might have been Plato. I think I actually know um, what you're talking about. It's the story of like the, story. the cave something. something. <laughs> the allegory of the cave. Ah, dude. Yes. Wow. You like pulled that out of fucking nowhere. I remember because I've, I've gone over this too. Like you I learned two? about it. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Fucking just whip that out. Hell yeah. That's yeah. cool. It's really fucking cool because yeah, the basic idea is you're sitting in comfort. You're sitting in habituality. Mm-hmm. You're sitting in what you know. This yeah. is all you know, right? Right. At the most basic level, as a human, you could just... While shadows are what we know. Uh, all you know is all you know. You right. are what you are. You you do what you do because that's all that's in front of you. Mm-hmm. You don't have any... If you don't have a reference point for anything else outside of that bubble, mm-hmm. how can you how live can you any even way know? else? Yeah, how can you know there's any other way of living? Exactly. Right. And I think for a large part of people, human existence, like that's how depression is. That's how getting stuck in these ruts, right? Those right. midlife crises, those whatever like in your 20s especially bro oh yeah because it's like okay i'm done with school now and i have to like start a career i guess right or because something. the thing is people teach you life is so linear right yeah life it's like it's like so, a progression it's like a progression guide for like, like terraria fucking, right it's you like know a video game bro yeah literally it's ridiculous it's like, okay you beat the boss of going to high school now go to college all right you right. beat the boss of that now you're going to start a career and then you're going to work for a long time and then you're going to retire wait, wait, but after after you get that career and you work for a little bit the game's over yeah what do you do oh no yeah but that's the end yeah that's the end there's oh wait no no maybe you have kids right maybe you get married right but then what right but then what that's 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 your source of options there right, right? Like, so like once you're done with like all mm-hmm. of this stuff then it's like end game exactly right? so when you're taught that it's linear like that right then you're taught that there's a boom 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 this has to be this way this way this way it's basically teaching you that you need to strive for something else after you achieve something right yeah you need to keep going keep going keep going or else what mm-hmm. or else you sit there and you're lazy or you're unmotivated or you're you're not contributing to society you're right. whatever you know like especially in america that's the attitude right right like, well i mean okay so hang on so like to a certain extent though like i can't remember the exact phrase but like complete complacency breeds contempt contempt yeah fill in the blank with whatever but know like what you know like like i'm trying to think of like like you know like yeah like you should be striving for things in your life that you desire, but like not necessarily what the people tell you you should be. Oh, right? No, definitely like, not. Well, like I think I think to a certain extent you don't want to like be like, okay, I graduated college and now I'm gonna really go just like 
do my own thing and sit in my room and play video no. games all day because like I did it and this is what I'm choosing because that's like complacency, right? That's like, I like mean, being comfortable with that, which like, I maybe. guess like if you're happy with that and you have well, like, like in your life, there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Then like, think about it like this that, too though. But, what about streamers? Right. What about people who stream for a living? Right. They're but that's something, games, but that's something right? that they're striving for. Right. Like that's what are they like, stri- what are they striving for? To make a career out of doing that. Right. Right. So, to make a living out of doing that. So is the so it has to do with money then? Is that? What I, I mean, I mean, maybe to a certain extent because it's it's like if you think about it, like in, in the way that we live, it's it's like hard to you know live without it's Im- money. No, it's impossible. You right. Can't, you will right like you, yeah, be flat out. It's or impossible. Live, right? right. Like and being homeless isn't really an option because it's that doesn't miserable. sound all that fun. No, it's, yeah. it's miserable, especially because <laughs> there's fucking cities that are like doing anti-homeless shit, like putting spikes on the ground. Yeah, and, fucking. And oh, it's you, freezing cold in Chicago. Hey, man, and, you're like, homeless, but you can't sleep you. on this bench because yeah. this is uh, public property. Mm-hmm. That's a huge problem, man. And oh, apparently, yeah. you're not part of the public. It's so dehumanizing. Bro. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. Um, but here's more the than thi- kind of. Here's but. the way I'm looking at it now, from my perspective of everything that I've learned about life. I think that it shouldn't be about the money necessarily no i don't think that should be the main priority no maybe and to be honest i don't know if there is necessarily have to be a has to be a priority i think it's more just about an intention right yeah the intention should be to do something with your life that it's not about what you're doing it's not about what you're doing that's how the, you're doing it how you're doing it how you're experiencing you what you're doing shit. <laughs> how you're experiencing your conscious experience in every moment. Okay. No matter what you're doing, whether it's you want to be the manager of a fucking huge company and you want to make big money, you want to whatever, be a fucking hedge fund manager. Trying to be a rapper. Be a rapper. Whatever the fuck you want. You can strive for any of these, any amount of things, right? But at its most, at the most basic level, whatever you're doing is not going to give you the satisfaction that you're seeking out of life. Right? Yeah. Okay, I it's, see what you're going. It's not going to going. fulfill you the mm-hmm. way that you're expecting it to. And unfortunately, people are taught that as you're growing up, you should be looking towards these external things for the fulfillment because linearity is basically looking at life as this is ex- this external thing, then this external thing, then this external thing. And like then once I become the manager of this accounting right. firm. Or once I'm, I graduate, yeah, once, I do, once this, I do this, my life is going to pick up. It could be like, anything. You've, you've heard yeah. it from people. If you talk to people, well, yeah, oh, I mean, I've thought it myself, yeah, exactly. too. Me too. Like, yeah. I mean, even still now, I have to remind myself. It's not about that. Right? right? Yeah. It's And you really, it's deconditioning, yeah. to be honest, because I think, especially in America, and especially for a lot of people that, because we're talking from our bubble of like who we've met in our lives, people in Illinois, right, suburbs, yeah. like, right? You know, this is I, very narrow. I've never extent. been on a plane. I haven't been to many right. places. I've talked to people know. from other countries. I've talked to, yeah. you know, I've had experiences that are outside of that bubble for sure. But yeah. And I try and incorporate all like, of that. It's like, it's not like we've been all around the fucking right. world and like collected data from right. like so many different people. But, but like, to be honest, I don't think the way that I've kind of understood the work that I need to do in order to feel content with my experience of life is it doesn't have to do with all that, right? Mm-hmm. It's working with what you have, what what you are, what is right in front of you, right? right. It's working from the inside out rather than the yes. outside in, right? Yeah. Thinking that something is going to give you something and it's going to do something for you inside yourself. Yeah. Doesn't work. No. That's not the formula. From the inside out. Inside yeah. out, right? Because when you when you do something in life and you feel accomplished, you feel good about it, you're like, wow, I just... I'm so proud of myself. I just did this. 
where's that feeling coming from? Mm -hmm. It's not coming from that thing. That thing is not giving you anything. Right. Right. You are pulling that meaning from within yourself, Mm -hmm. that feeling of accomplishment, that feeling of contentness in that moment. And you are giving it to that thing, right? It is. Yeah. That. Oh, that's interesting. So like, say like, yeah. I'm going to go fucking paint a flower right. and I'm not good at painting, but I sit there and I work on it because oh. it's something that I'm trying to do. And I, you know, I set my mind to like, I'm going to paint a flower and I'm going to try to make it good. And I'm just going to go from there. Yeah. And I look at the final creation. It's like, wow, like I put effort into this. Yeah. Like I, from the inside out thought I'm going to do this and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to feel good about this. And then yeah. you look at it and you're like, damn, like, it's a nice flower. Yeah. Right? Like, I feel good about that. That like, came from inside you. Here, flower, yeah. here's some of my love that I have just with my hands and right. drawn. Like, you But, know. yeah, and that's, the thing is, like, we fooled ourselves and we fooled ourselves without having any other option to do that because mm-hmm. that's just what we were taught. But we fooled ourselves to think that when we do something, when we strive for something, we're trying to get something from that, mm-hmm. right? We're not trying to give something, right? Right. We're not giving anything of ourselves. We're just trying to get, right? It's a craving. It's yeah. a pulling. Yeah. Right? So, like going back to my example, I'm trying to like relate it in my own terms so I can understand you exactly yeah. what you're That's saying to too. To um, you know, like if I were to just like draw a flower willy nilly right now, looking for that to make me feel better, like oh, like I'm kind of sad right now. I'm just gonna paint. draw. Yeah, I, I could paint, whatever, you know, right? and I just kind of willy nilly you know draw it up and i'm like oh whatever you know i can't draw a flower but if i took the time you know looked into it it's like oh how do i draw a flower like how do i do this and i like take the time put the energy into something like that and then i come out with a better creation that i'm like oh shit like look what i just did like you know that's not the flower giving me that satisfaction right that's me knowing that i created that and that's what's giving me the satisfaction yeah well it's art right like you I think this is one of the most interesting things that I've come across as an idea of life is like your life, everything that you experience, everything that you think, everything that you do is an expression of yourself. It is art. It is an expression. Life of is art. Everything. Everything is. Interesting. It, life is just your whole art piece. It is. Yeah. It is your creative expression of yeah. everything that you are experiencing. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess like personality, you're like, you're, you're, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. When you think about it, it's like, it's like the way that you act, interact on a day-to-day basis yeah. is like, you know, your art, the way that you talk, the exactly. way your sense of humor, so, your specific quirks and whatnot is all, all unique art. It's not unique in the sense that like no one else is like, has a sense of humor or no one else like laughs the way you it's do. It's unique or, in the sense that it's your own. You're choosing to do right. it. You're conscious of it. But if you're not conscious of it. Who's creating the art? Who's doing that? Right. Right. Who the fuck? Nothing's even being created. Right. Maybe. Yeah. You it's could look a, at it like you know that too. you got the canvas sitting there and it's you know you just got to pick it up. And yeah. Pick up the or your, brush. Or your paint is just like. Yeah. Fucking making like this is barf covered. You know? <laughs> yeah. You're not. But that's why people feel so lost and like numb because they're not choosing to do anything. It's just everything's happening to Complacency. them. Complacency. Yeah. Well, it's easy to be complacent, though, when you don't yeah. know any better. You don't know that you have a choice, right? right? You don't have that feeling of power, right? You can't change what happens, but you can change your relationship to these things that are happening, right? And yes. by that, you're choosing to, you know, be something different, right? Mm-hmm. You're choosing to think differently. You're choosing to act differently. Because if you think differently, you're going to act differently, right? Yeah. And if you're aware of that, then, mm-hmm. you know, you're good. But it's hard. It's extremely hard to do that. Because you. 
What? Punch it. I punched it again. You're getting really mad. Uh, dude, I'm just so angry <laughs> right God, now. I'm so worked up. Just so mad. <laughs> but no, man. It's you like, can hear it in my voice. Yeah, I know. You just sound so angry <laughs> all the time. People's voices are very interesting. <laughs> like on that note, like, <laughs> let's go on a tangent. <laughs> okay, quick tangent. People's but, voices. No, but really though, like I've I've heard people's voices that sound similar. Like if I'm listening to your voice very specifically, like I could probably think of a few people that have similar sounding voices. But okay, it is there are some unique subtleties to like people's voices. Mm-hmm. You know, when you really listen to them, right? You know, well and, of course, yeah. Well, especially when it comes to like music too inflections and like oh yeah different pitches I hear what and you're crazy. saying like yeah, yeah yeah that is wild to think about right yeah but holy fuck you know and like <laughs> but it's a good thing we got good microphones too because like people when you can really hear someone's voice you connect on a different level i think i know? think so yeah well it's also a choice to really hear it too right like hear what they're saying and really just let it come into your ears right yeah have you ever tried whether you're meditating or whether you're not have you ever tried just like letting sounds come into your ear and being aware of that? How yeah. that feels? Yeah, you just like sit there and then you just sit there and wait for the next sound to arise mm-hmm. and you know enter your ear space. Yeah, yeah. Lit- you can literally pay attention to it—the sensation of it, mm-hmm. right? The sensation of hearing, the awareness. One of the five or six senses, mm-hmm. if you wanna. Oh, dude, I this- see dead people. No, 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 not that sixth sense. Oh no, okay. <laughs> I think the sixth sense is the mind. Oh. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That's a big thing in um Buddhism and isn't yeah. Okay, but it makes sense. I that think do, I, it makes I mean, a lot yeah. of sense. I, I why understand is that. why is the thoughts and the things that we experience in our mind any different from a sensation like that? Right. Right. Because on on the level of our of our senses, right, we got we got touch, smell, taste, sound, and hearing. And that's sound. Oh Wasn't, my bad. What the fuck? Taste, taste, smell. <laughs> Wait, yo, what the fuck this. are the five taste, senses? Smell, touch. Smell, touch, hearing. Uh, What's the fifth one? Smell. Smell. We said oh sight, 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 eyeballs. Holy <laughs> fuck! That's embarrassing, bro. Yeah, that's so fucking funny. I always, dude. I've literally gone over these like multiple times in my life. Like dude, I still don't. I always forget. <laughs> we're stuck on like what the fuck we have, dude. That's just that's just proof our minds are fucked. Dude, one day I could one day I could be like, yeah, I know the five senses. Boom, 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 boom. And then today I'm just like, uh, what's the fifth one? Yeah, like, I'm looking at things, but I don't have eyeballs. I'm looking, but I don't sense <laughs> what I am looking. <laughs> oh, it's that's fucking funny. ridiculous. Yeah, like, no, but yeah, I I, I kind of get what you're saying. It's like because thoughts, if you don't look at them as like the ultimate thing that yeah, like you know rule it's not you, you you're right? Thoughts right? aren't you. It's just another Sensation. way that you are, you know, experiencing things. It's not. I would word it differently. Not experiencing. It's another okay. part of your experience. Right, right, part of your experience. It's okay, all inclusive. Right, right. The touch. I the can sight. touch. I can see. I can, I can smell. Think. I can hear. What's, I can think. What's the difference? Six senses. Right, and okay. The reason why we don't think that it's you know part of our senses is because we give so much meaning to our thoughts. Right, mm-hmm. we think that oh, I feel so oh whatever in this moment. I feel. I so, think this. So I think, it is. I think so deeply about stuff. I think oh my god, like so dramatic mm-hmm. so dramatic and like again people aren't doing this because they're goofy as fuck even though they are being goofy they're mm-hmm. doing it because that's what they were taught right. right so again compassion but it's something that i think on a larger scale of humanity people need to become more aware of mm-hmm. because giving so much power to your thoughts creates so much suffering bro yeah so much i agree 
the fact that we cannot look at our thoughts and just be like, you know what? Eh. I'm not going to do anything about those. Yeah. How much do you think your thoughts control what you do? I mean, okay, so I would say a pretty fucking good amount. <laughs> yeah. Um, just for example, you know, with my fear of medical shit, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I see a needle and my thoughts are, oh, God, I hate shots. Mm-hmm. And I start experiencing anxiety and uh-huh. stuff like that. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is fucked and scary. Are you doing anxiety, though? Am I doing anxiety? Yeah. Are you mm-hmm. creating anxiety? Yeah. Do you have a choice? By thinking about it, yeah. Or if I, like, ruminate on the thought of needles, yeah, Mm -hmm. if I engage in the thought, then that's when anxiety begins to arise because I'm engaging with it. Instead of just being like, oh, that's a needle, I'm like, oh, that's a needle that could go into my arm and it's going to pull, you know, blood out of me or it's going to put weird chemical mm-hmm. fucking not chemicals you know like, <laughs> like it's, gonna, it's gonna put some solution into me like you fucking gonna pierce my veins yeah ugh, veins <laughs> just the word veins right like exactly. it could so, take me on a train yeah it but when you break it down when you break down what's actually happening let me just with that. kick the fucking table bro i need to like sit still that's my just, issue here just, okay just, you know, you know, like fucking um, the, hit, hit the hit the frog i'm doing it yeah there you go I'm doing it <laughs> but no when you break it down man it's like you have a thought or you experience something in your sensation in your, you know, in your sensate experience, you see mm-hmm. a needle, right? You see a needle, you say, maybe you don't even say anything. It's nonverbal thinking. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that's a needle. And then what comes next, right? It's not an immediate emotion. It's another thought or a subconscious right. thought. It's, it's oh my a, God. Oh, that's going into my it's arm. It's a like, habitual. Like, what does that feel like going into right. my arm? So at some point in your life, you started practicing being scared of that. Yeah. You definitely I mean? most definitely without even realizing yeah it had when you were a kid dude i mean i had a deathly fear of needles like literally <laughs> like doctor rooms screaming my fucking head off not like hiding in cabinets wow. i remember it kind of vividly like i remember um at my pediatrician's office um you know like like i think it was my brother was getting a shot and i was really fucking scared of it me not my brother uh-huh. me Right. And I was like hiding. You know how it's like, you know, the fucking like little bed or whatever you want to call that fucking thing. There was like a cabinet under it. Right. And I could fit in the cabinet as a little kid. And I sat in the goddamn cabinet because I was really (laughs) fucking scared of it, bro. I couldn't like sit there in that moment of my brother getting a shot because it was terrifying. How old were you? Oh, God, if I had to put an age. Give it a rough estimate. Maybe like five. Oh, wow. You were young. Six. You were young as fuck. Yeah. I just think it's so interesting. If you could if you could see your whole life each moment and accurately, like 100% accurate. And pinpoint why yeah, like yeah. oh like oh this fear was created at this moment you and could. I continue to practice you that. Could. Yeah, you could if you really sit there and like, you well, know. Well, no, no, no. I don't think you actually could like look at your life because your memories are not that accurate. Yeah. Unfortunately. And I don't have access to all those. Right. That's what I was going to say. Like my memory isn't always trust is not trustworthy. But I'm saying in the sense of like, though there are direct link. There's a direct link for every single thing that you are right now. Yeah. There's always a correlation, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's not like it just randomly happened one day. It's like, Oh, like needles. No, it's like, no, there's a moment that happened at some point in my life that made me. And that's why it's so weird when people are like, Oh, I'm this type of person. I'm that type of person. Mm -hmm. You are not any type of person. You are just a conditioned habitual 
oh like thing. i'm a bubbly person it's like oh like maybe because you were really talkative right. with your family and like again, as a kid and shit like back for, to the nature versus nurture thing part of that is how the parents are right, right? yeah absolutely say yeah. you got a talkative kid mm-hmm. who's trying to talk to all these people and you're a parent who's like hey like don't don't do that like, like they're very shy they're yeah. very like distant, like yeah yeah, yeah. like shit like that introverted yeah. yeah like not that that's a bad thing no, right like not saying that like you know if you're bubbly you <laughs> whatever but like you know like like say you got like parents who are like you know like stay away from strangers don't talk to people don't do this don't do that and you want to be like you know active and talk to people and whatnot it's like that's going to condition you to think that like i shouldn't be bubbly exactly even if you are like by nature a more like friendly communicative like outgoing person yeah it's a constant battle right Mm -hmm. between the nature and the nurture Mm -hmm. right because the nurture once you get old enough you get to control that Right. right, you are. You're, you're nurturing yourself then. Exactly. At that point. You're if you if yourself. you if you're able to, right? Because mm-hmm. if if you're still letting your environment nurture exactly. you, if you're then still letting you know you know like like fucking societal norms right. like be the nurturer, right. right? Then you're gonna be kind of at a loss right. of things, unless you're the one you know taking the goddamn steering the wheel rails. and being like, yeah, like all right, like if I want to be a bubbly person, goddamn it, I will. Like it's that. It's, it's really that simple, but I think for some people, they identify so closely with what they are that they can never think to themselves, I can change. Right? Yeah. I can be different if I really want to. Right. Because every single thing that was conditioned Like it's in you, written in stone or something. Yeah, what the like, fuck? It's not. Neuroplasticity, bitches. Oh, oh neuroplasticity. It's, but it's literally that. You are strengthening those neural pathways in your brain mm-hmm. to act the same and they get thicker and thicker mm-hmm. and thicker yeah right and so it becomes don't get me wrong it becomes harder it's like you, taking a machete in a jungle and mm-hmm. trying to chop down all yeah. that shit like and it's it, but it's not as simple as just like a cut right? no yeah, it's a no, deconditioning no. it's literally like i don't know how it works scientifically to to like it's like to un- a unravel smooth right. out the brain I think it's, <laughs> Real but i do believe it's more about every time that habitual thing kicks in you be, you are aware of it and you soften into I'm just stabilizing it. You soften into that habitual reaction to whatever's happening, right? So let's say you're an angry person, right? You're about to get angry, right? Mm -hmm. You have a thought, this person makes me so angry, right? You feel the anger bubbling up. And then what do you do? If you're aware of it, you can see it bubbling up. And then you just say, okay, (laughs) soften into it. You just sit with it, Mm -hmm. right? And then what? Then you have a choice. Then mm-hmm. you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And Instead then, of just pure reacting. Exactly. Yep. It's because most people are just reacting. They're not living. Mm-hmm. They're not. Wow. Boom. Bars. Bars. Let me just say this too, though. Everything that I'm saying is not special. No. Everything that I'm saying is something. That's something that I actually wanted to like say. I, me like, too, because like, I am. I'm I don't s- think anything I have to say is all that important. It. I like, think it's no. I think it's important. I just think it's not. It's not an original thought. No, yeah. Nothing okay. that I say is original. It yeah. really isn't. Everything no. that I'm saying is things that I've learned through other people. Right. And that they learned through other yeah, people. Yeah, it's things that I've picked up on. But like I also want to emphasize like you know, I don't like because we're starting a podcast and doing stuff like I don't think that the things that I think are no. greater than things Fuck that no. other people think in any no. way like I, these are just my thoughts and things yeah. that I've learned and I leave it at that. I'm not like saying I'm No. Yeah, like I the only thing I do want to make clear though is like I with the, the experience that I've had and the things that I've learned I would like to help people suffer less 
right? Yeah, I would like absolutely. People, so I, like, think, I think that's another aspect yeah. of like why we wanted to do this because yeah. I, I, I did want to loop back around to that in the first place. So here we go. Here um, we go. You know, I think, <laughs> I think another reason that we wanted to do this is one, because this is what we do normally. Mm-hmm. Um, we just sit here and talk for hours on end mm-hmm. um, about whatever the fuck comes yeah. up. Um, so, you know, it's like giving us a purpose with our conversations. Mm-hmm. And two, I think we both have a desire to uh, help each other grow as, mm-hmm. as individuals and also possibly help other people grow as individuals. And yeah. maybe there's stuff that we say that might relate or might resonate yeah. with someone who's listening. And I think that's more of like the the way that we're trying to go with this, right? That's, like, oh, 100%. Dude. Yeah. 100%. Because it's not about me. It's not no. about you, right? But I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and act like this is some humanitarian thing, right? Because like, <laughs> it's not. It's, it's At not. the end of the day, it's a selfish thing. Oh, absolutely. It's a selfish I, thing. It's it's giving us a purpose for yeah. our fucking rants that we go on. But we're sitting here in 2021, February, coronavirus still going on. We're fucking bored. Okay? Yeah. What the fuck <laughs> else fucking, are we gonna do? We're fucking bored. We want something to do. We've always talked about this, right? Yeah. It, just toss you're it right. around. We, we've always had conversations like this, and like, oh, what if we started a podcast? Right, and, and this is exactly what, like, like exactly what, what we were talking about. Like, you know, because you could sit, we could, we could have sat there for so long, being like, it. oh, dude, what if we started a podcast? What we, if, we could what start if? a podcast? What if? What if? And now here we are, just finally fucking doing it. Yeah, because why the fuck not? There could, yeah. I mean, I could have sat. Yeah, we we could have been comfortable and just you know right. just done our thing, played video games, you know, sit there get high on the couch and have our conversations yeah just no one would ever hear them yeah and i would also never get to replay them and see yeah right i'm not gonna sit here and like hold on to these things like with nostalgia and be like oh i I remember this day the first day of my (laughs) podcast this is amazing about that yeah (laughs) i'm planning on doing a lot of episodes i think it would be fun i want to do a lot of different things i have a lot of ideas i think this would be great to do over a long term like yeah amount of time yeah so but at the it's same a time, longitudinal study of our lives. Yeah, it's literally like that. <laughs> quite literally, like it feels like it's just having proof of what I am in of this growth. moment right now. Growth, I would like to think. Yeah, it's having proof of growth. I know that I'm growing. Well, right? yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, but I, it's so cool to see. Like I could imagine looking back at this right now, five or ten years from now, and being like, "Wow, I thought that way." Yeah. Now I think this way. Yeah. Oh, you thought we were talking about that. It's like that. reference points. Kinda. It's a reference. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not a comparison thing. No. No. It's it's a reference, right? Something to look back at and be like, oh, it's fuck. Interesting. It's That's interesting. That's what I thought back then. Right. Yeah. It's like looking at old text messages that oh, you like fuck. saved by chance and you're like, fuck. yeah, God, like, I mean, how long ago was it that we were looking at old oh. texts and just cringing our fucking asses off? Yeah. Like, Well, dude, I the thing with cringe, man, is like. I realized every time that I cringe, I know that it's not about. Oh yeah, you were thing, saying that last time, right? It's not yeah. about the thing that's making me cringe. It's about my feelings towards that thing, right? My relationship with that yeah. thing, and especially when it's something that's not even about me. When you cringe at something that's like, "Ooh, that person's being cringy," or "Ooh, they're doing mm-hmm. that," that is something that you're cringing because of something inside you. That, that you, relates that like, to that. Yeah, or like resonates, you know, in exactly. that sense. Exactly, or else like, you wouldn't cringe. Yeah. You know it's weird because you know that weirdness yourself. Yeah, because you, you've you know? felt it. You've yeah. experienced that, yeah. Right, so the problem with a lot of people, especially young people, is we're cringing very like, you know, ugh. Judgmentally. Looking down, yeah, looking like, down with yeah. cringe, right? Instead of compassionate cringe, mm-hmm. which is understanding that we are cringing because we know that. 
we yeah. know that experience. It's Not, like it's like stepping in each other's shoes, but mm-hmm. like it's like that's what cringe is basically, exactly. right? Like it's like oh fuck, like oh, that dude just farted in the classroom. Like right. everyone's been there at some point. Like you got yeah. a gas bubble building up. It's like you can feel the tension, yeah. and like you know maybe it released, maybe it didn't, but like you feel that anxiety, and you right. like create this idea of like oh what if I just farted like right and that oh creates, god or like or I dude. did just fart like holy fuck, and then you see it and you're like oh like I know exactly <laughs> how that is yeah. man oh fuck like you literally and people will will ruminate about this stuff for their whole life sometimes it's not even just a fart it's oh my <laughs> right it's farts on a micro level right yeah like oh yeah i don't want to fart in class everyone's gonna judge me and think i'm weird trust yeah. me everyone's been there yeah right but think about these things on a more life macro scale like oh like what if i drop out of high school what if i drop out of college what are people gonna think of me yeah right mm-hmm. oh they're gonna cringe at me oh they're gonna yeah. think i'm Whatever. Be like, oh, like you're trying to become a rapper instead yeah. of going to school. So much judgy. Like, judgy. It's like, man, you wanted to fucking do that. You just didn't have the balls. Like, bro, I here's my life philosophy now. I don't give a fuck what you do. Just don't harm other people. Yeah. Don't if it doesn't harm anyone, who cares, man? Yeah. You can slip up, you can trip, you can do whatever the fuck you want along the way. Just don't do bring other people down. And don't bring other people down with you. Yeah. And don't judge other people yeah. when they fall. Right. Everyone is living their own fucking life. No one has the answer of mm-hmm. how you're supposed to live life. No. Blah, blah, blah. I think as long as you're a compassionate, kind human being, you're doing something right. If you're, I'm not even, I would say it's if you're trying to be, if your yeah. intention is to be. Yeah. Because if you're, I, inten- yeah. Cause yeah. like, you know, we could, we could say you do whatever you want in life and that's fine, but you could be a murderer going around right, murdering people, right? But like, I mean, yeah, we're saying like not to hurt people, don't right. bring other people no down harm. and stuff. But like, yeah, it's like, you know, like there's like basic like human understandings, I think, that we all. Like morals? Yeah, like, oh yeah. <laughs> like morals and ethics, right? I mean, and everyone de- develops their own and has a different idea. But like, sure. I think as long as the core of that yeah. is like being a kind, compassionate person, yeah. trying to be a kind, compassionate person. It's simple. I think, yeah. It has to be simple. People make mistakes. People sometimes accidentally hurt people. But it's like, oh. how do you look at those situations and how do you grow from those situations? Like, Absolutely. The biggest thing that, and this is also from that monk, she said this. Mm-hmm. She was like, do you think that anyone is not trying to be happy? Yeah. Who the fuck do you think is actively trying, trying to, be, to miserable. be miserable and <laughs> sad and depressed? You wake up and it's like, what's the best way I can be a piece of no shit one, today? Like, everyone, to some extent, is trying their best. Yeah. Right? Everyone wants to find meaning and happiness yeah. and peace. But everyone's just running around with their head cut off. They don't yeah. know. Probably sounded fucked. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, though, it's and that's such an easy way to build compassion or let the compassion flow because you have that compassion. Right. You don't need to inject it. Right. Right. You have it already in you. It's just covered up with a lot of shit. Yeah. Misunderstandings, your perspective. Got to find it again. You have to. Yeah. You have to uncover it and let it flow out and understand that everyone's trying to be happy. You've been a pack rat for so long and it's buried under all of these things. (laughs) A pack rat. Yeah, what you know, one of those, yeah. a hoarder of a hoarder. all these negative things, and all you have to do is clear out the inventory, and that's, bam, happiness, compassion. Hoarding, dude, that is a very good way of putting it. Thanks. Hoarding. Wow. You are literally hoarding suffering. You're hoarding yeah. trauma. You're hoarding baggage, right? Yeah. When you have a memory of of a negative experience, and you look you're at carrying it with you, yeah, subconsciously a lot yeah. of the time, you look at. You're passionate. You're like, oh, this moment was awful. I hurt this person. I yeah. did something wrong. I, 
I feel so shitty about this. Someone cheated on me. Mm-hmm. And you look back at that memory or you, if you ask yourself, like, how do I feel about this? And if you, seriously, if you ask yourself, like you ask your mind, it'll tell you. Yeah. It'll bring up that feeling. It's like a filing cabinet. Like, yeah. oh, how does this feel? Yeah. <laughs> Feels like shit? Okay, put it back. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so if you're doing that, right, if you're holding all of those things, that file cabinet of suffering, and you choose to carry that around, it is weighing you down without yeah. you knowing it. I like the file cabinet. That's a good yeah, one. Because right? like, you, can, you can fucking, like, you know deep down yeah. that you are capable of, like, opening up that file right. cabinet and being like, okay, that time I cheated on this person. Right. Uh, yep. yep, that I felt I like really shitty. Shit, um, I'm a shitty person because <laughs> yeah. of it, and yes, yeah. I just needed a reminder. Right. Okay. Yes, exactly. It's like you close it, and it's like, right. all right, walk out of the office, and, and you're so, like, all right, go on with my day as a shitty person. Right, and so that it feeds in to everything. Yeah. Right. It feeds into who you are mm-hmm. because you're letting that be who you are still. Mm-hmm. My suggestion with that is when you open that file cabinet, you look at that thing and say, "How can I turn this into love? Yeah. How can I turn? How can I?" Not it's not loving the situation. It's not loving oh, yeah, what happened. This is what you're trying to explain yeah. to me before. It's an exercise, right? Yeah. Like it's asking yourself, can I turn this into love for my own sake of letting that burden mm-hmm. go? Right? Mm-hmm. Of letting that weight go. It's like finding compassion for this yourself in that situation, right? And other people too. Say like, yeah. Oh, like I cheated on this person and I open up the file cabinet and it's like, Oh yeah. man, that's right, I'm a shitty person. But instead of that, it's just looking at it like, Oh, yeah, I did that but am I still a shitty person? Have I actively tried to change that and yeah. like reflect on that and be like, I don't want to be mm-hmm. like that. Like, I don't want to make that mistake again. Like, yeah. And to, to be honest, you don't even necessarily get to have to get caught up with the semantics of it in, in some scenarios. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause like I've gone back and asked myself, like, can I love myself for this? Mm-hmm. Right. Or can I, can I love this? Right. Mm-hmm. This memory. Right. Mm-hmm. Can I change this feeling that I have when I bring up this memory from a sad or depressed or whatever kind of emotion comes up when I when I look at that memory, can I change it into love, mm-hmm. right? And when you ask that to yourself, your mind will either say yes and you'll feel the love or it'll say no. And there's resistance. And then you ask yourself, why not? Why am I resisting? And then it literally shows you, this is why. And it brings up another memory or another reason why it's still blocking you. And then you work through that. Interesting. It's so like it's having just, an inside conversation yeah. with yourself and then it's like, oh, uh-huh. like... It's like it's like a Google search in your fucking head. Like, why am I sad? <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> searching the web for why am I sad? Like, oh, uh, sixty thousand results came up uh, because I'm a piece of shit. I'm selfish. I hate myself. Uh, you I haven't. Did, exercised I didn't have in a great years. shit yesterday. Um, you know, like, <laughs> you know, oh all this stupid so, shit that is just gonna come up. It's with, literally like, how it is, though. Just clear the cash. But the beautiful thing is that you can actually do that. Yeah. Right. You can literally your mind as much as we try and like fight our mind and be like, oh, it's so annoying. I feel so anxious. I'm so mad at it. It's always coming up with all these thoughts. Mm -hmm. You can use it as a tool to work through those traumas. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It it is make your mind your friend and not your enemy. Not your enemy. Don't let your mind be your biggest bully. Right. Because that's what that's how it works. Right. I mean, I mean, and then if you think about it too, I think so. This is something that Doctor K, um, uh, gamer aka uh, Healthy Gamer dot GG. I don't know if it's dot GG, but he's a YouTuber, a, uh, a psychiatrist, an awesome fucking guy. He's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, what was I saying? I got distracted. You're talking about Doctor K and the relation to like how we were like sorting through memories and like how you can work with your mind, make it your friend, right? That's yeah, what I'm talking dude. about. Well, Make it your friend rather than your enemy. 
Yeah, I like totally lost my train of thought okay. though on like what I was gonna say. <laughs> it's probably something about how Dr. K is like kind of, you know, enforcing that idea, right? He's basically Maybe. telling people that like you can, you know, make that decision. Dude, literally I, I like made that Just quick segue to like, oh yeah, like Dr. Yeah, healthy gamer, like he's a YouTuber, bam. Like that happened pretty quickly though. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean that's how I mean that's how it works, bro. Like that's I how just, your mind works is bam, gone. Just bam, fucking well, gone. As soon as they um, come, they can come just as fast as they leave sometimes. Take a second. It's okay. No rush. I have no fucking idea. I like really don't. Fuck it. That's it's okay. crazy. Well, Let's continue. Just continue. I mean, yeah. this, the thing is, man, like, I think people want to hold on to their memories and hate them. Mm-hmm. They want to be mad about them because it gives them fuel. And it's a false sense of fuel, though, mm-hmm. right? Because you're like, I need to hold this grudge because this person did me wrong. Mm-hmm. I am how dare well yeah well that goes back to the entitlement thing that we were kind of talking about it's like it's like you feel entitled to carry this anger or sorrow or whatever oh i remember what i was gonna say now let's good i love i love how that works um it kind of ties into all this in the first place but like um don't you dare (laughs) (laughs) don't you dare no okay i got it i got it again i did lose it for like half a second because i was thinking about what i just said um no, but Dr. K, YouTuber guy that we were just talking about, yeah. um, he explained depression as anger directed towards oneself. Anger and depression are very yeah, same and it, it tied it. into what we were yeah. talking about originally, which I have now lost like the whole purpose of me bringing this up. But it was it goes along with what we were just yeah. talking about, and it's that like, makes no, that makes complete. Oh sense. yeah, okay, yeah, it, it ties into like being your biggest bully. That's yeah. why. Okay, yeah, yeah, and it's like it's like you know if if you're gonna continue to bully yourself and be angry and direct that anger inwards then you're going to become depressed you're going to learn to hate yourself you're going to teach yourself to hate yourself because you're bullying yourself and you're like oh yeah i am a piece of shit i am worthless like whatever but it's like yeah if you if you i don't know i don't know like a solution whatever but that's just like how he explained it right there are solutions there definitely is solutions or like Um, ways that you can change the way you think about it it's also a lot of the anger is directed externally too yeah a lot of memories a lot of people that you want to hold grudges against a lot of people that you want to yeah hold on to that Mm -hmm. they did me wrong yeah why and that yeah and that goes back to the entitlement of it it's like like why like why should you feel entitled to being angry like it's not about i don't think people are choosing to be entitled so much as they're just identifying with that as them right but they're saying like oh like this dude fucked me over i'm entitled to be mad yeah oh you're right in the sense where like like i I have a right to be mad here's here's how it works it's like an event happens right someone does you wrong what again like maybe someone cheats on you maybe someone you know, you know someone you. hits your car know, and like, then just fucking drives off yeah. like and whatever in that moment you feel what angry sad confused a whole bunch of all emotions, this shit. i'm sure it all is there it's swirling around and maybe you feel like that for a few days and then what mm-hmm. what do you do with that mm-hmm. how do you file it away because it's when something happens it happens and it and it's done mm-hmm. right so when you are giving that when you're filing it away and saying oh i'm angry and mad and blah 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 about this you're basically saying okay this happened and i'm going to put it inside of myself and that's a weird way of putting it (laughs) (laughs) put it in me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, inject that fucking Uh, ah yeah baby no but like you're literally storing it away with a negative connotation you're you're storing it away with this 
dude it's like it's like the way that i'm just thinking about that right now like along with like the filing cabinet kind of analogy you know our brains are kind of like you know like a database bro like you know you're like okay this event happened and it's like what are you going to put in this field okay uh emotions felt anger uh sadness uh whatever Uh, you create that description of what happened Uh, i was walking on the sidewalk and a kid you know ran Mm -hmm. over my foot with his bike and i hate him now like and it ruined my whole day ruined my whole day and so i'm now mad whatever so and then you're literally you're basically telling your mind and your body fight fight resist fight or flight it's literally that's like a survival instinct it's like i'm going to resist this i'm going to fucking yeah i want to change it yeah you know and rather than just letting it be. So you experience mm-hmm. something in that moment, right? And, you know, you have, you have the initial reactive emotions. Those are normal, mm-hmm. right? You cannot help how you are going to react. Right. No, not because it, it's, it's, no, you, you can help how you're going to react, but you can't the help the action and like the experience of the emotions that you're feeling. The you reactive, can't help that necessarily. The reactive emotions yeah. will be there. Yeah. Right. They will come up mm-hmm. right within you. Mm-hmm. You have a choice though in how you react to those emotions it's, it's like labeling it in that sense yes yeah right you could just say okay i'm angry i am yeah. sad like oh like again with what i just said some stupid random example like this kid was riding his bike in a hurry and ran over my foot mm-hmm. and you know i'm fucking mad at him mm-hmm. whatever blah 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 but it's like like what if he just like didn't mean to like what he if prob- he, he definitely what didn't. if he's in a hurry trying to get home and like you know mom you were, said dinner's ready yeah mom said you know macaroni and cheese oh. and fucking I would kill for some mac and cheese. I would run over like, every motherfucker's yeah, dude. Block. You know, I would understand that. You know, at this point in time, but yeah. you know, like it's like it's like like how do you look at that situation? Because you can look at it and be like, oh yeah, fuck that kid. Or you could he just hit laugh my at foot. It. Or you could be like, dude, my foot was ran over. Like, <laughs> like, ah, this kid's a, like oh, this kid you know, wanted like, his mac and cheese. Like, like ah, like nah, I right. would do the same so, thing. Like, <laughs> and that's, that's where the power comes in. You have a choice in how you file those things and how you yeah. how you process those things yeah. right because if you process it and you make it something light then it's going to be light and mm-hmm. it won't or it won't be have any weight at all right and then you can just keep on living mm-hmm. right but if you file them as heavy oh like just boulders that you're carrying yeah. the whole world's on my shoulders because yeah. yeah fuck then me. you're just gonna live your whole life way down yeah without even realizing and you'll be like oh why do i feel so depressed why do i feel so this and this and yeah that? and it's like that's because you're holding on to all of this yeah. shit it's sad man i feel yeah. bad for people because i see it all around me you know all the fucking time every not every interaction that's incorrect a lot of interactions that you have with people and like just like you know if you can tell that people are down in the dumps about something and it's like something that kind of you know is prevalent that you notice a lot it's like man like i wonder like what they got what what they're holding on to like i can i can i've gotten good at noticing when i when people are in that state you know yeah well because you can tell that they're disconnected oh yeah that they're like not here in the present moment they're they're sitting in upstairs in their fucking head yeah you know ruminating distracting themselves they're yeah they're acting a certain way they're giving off a certain energy yeah or they're or that or like either they're disconnected in the sense of like you know whatever or they're just like numb and they like just don't yeah i don't it's so it, it's really hard to see that I think and feel like you can't help those people, but at the same time, you the most 
you you can do to help those people especially when it comes to like family members and friends mm-hmm. is by helping yourself right because right? if you can be that if you can in in one way or another like show them that there are possibilities of getting out of like sadness and like like ruminating thoughts and shit like that you know it's kind of like you know by taking care of yourself first it it almost acts as an example for other people to it look is at an example. in a sense they see that they see they that too it's it's almost like you know it, it can be like a, a light for some people you oh, know oh, like absolutely. like if they're surrounded by negative energy negative mm-hmm. people all the time mm-hmm. who are constantly complaining about how shitty their lives yeah. are and how shitty everything is absolutely. they're going to continuously hate life and hate themselves and you know they're going to yeah. go along with everything like yeah like you know Johnny and Timmy fucking hate their lives <laughs> and like you know I yeah. I had a really bad day so I'm going to continue to hate that day and it's like whatever blah 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 but it's like you know you come around someone who's like you know light and fluffy it's like oh dude i kind of like he's cool like it it gives you nice. yeah it gives you the opportunity to look at yourself and be like why like, can't life I doesn't like have that? to be so right. shitty yeah because you see someone experiencing joy and peace yeah and just lightness right? yeah and you're like how can they do that yeah and then not to mention too if you really work on yourself you can you start to develop a lot more compassion, mm-hmm. right? You start to see that that compassion is just waiting to be given to mm-hmm. other people. It's and like you, it's like endless amounts of love that you right. have and you do. compassion that you can just like yeah. like you know give out. Can tap into it anytime, right. and you can practice that in any moment, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're interacting with these people, you can practice being that person, right? Yeah. And by being that person, not only are you practicing it and doing it for yourself, but you're also giving someone the opportunity to join you right mm-hmm. to be like okay dude you know yo and this it's so crazy because like even just talking about that in, in the first place like takes me back to that like jesus my autobiography mm-hmm. book that i read mm-hmm. um you know and like jesus had his disciples his followers and stuff like that but like he didn't break it down in in the book i read he didn't like you know chalk it all up to like oh i'm the son of god and they wanted to follow me because i perform miracles and whatnot yeah. you know it was like yeah like you know I think if I recall correctly, the book was kind of talking about it like that. Like, yeah, like these people just like saw when I was like about and like because he like wanted to learn more about our mind or consciousness and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that's what like the book is saying. Right. Sure. And and so like people saw that and saw that he had like a different purpose with his life and like a different meaning. And they were like, oh, yeah, like that's really cool. Like yeah. I kind of want to try to live like that, too. Yeah. Like. And that's how you you know Jesus got his yeah. followers in 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 what the book says you know right. like, but it, it was just really interesting because that like ties in with it too. It's like you know people see the light, aka you know positive people, mm-hmm. positive energy, and they're like, I want that too. Like and, and I can, and you can do that. Like anyone yeah. can. Like well, it, the initial thing is like a want, right? It's another craving, right? Yeah. But then you realize it's not. You cannot strive to be at peace. There is nothing. There's nothing you have to do to be at peace, right? right? You just have to let everything be. Right. And just accept it. Let it be it. how it is. Right. And and, and and sit with that right. and find peace within that. Yeah. And find happiness within that. Right. Rather than trying to force and change and make mold everything exactly how you want it to be so that it fits mm-hmm. perfectly. Because you can't. Mm-hmm. You never can, no matter what. No matter how rich you are, no matter how much power you have, mm-hmm. no matter anything. And that's another thing, too. It's like people get wrapped up in thinking that, like, you know, again, once I once I get this, once I can, 
well, once I, you know, like, you know, make enough money, once I, yeah, once I get enough money, move out down, of the house, yeah, know? once I settle down and have a family, my life will be complete. It's nah. like fucking. It starts right now. Yeah. I mean, you literally have you to. You decide start, when right? it starts. Yo, yeah. throw back to fucking the movie Soul. I don't know if oh. anyone else has watched it. Watch it. It's a great movie. Oh, my God. It's so it's good. Like, it's like you decide when you start to live. You decide yeah. when you get that spark, right? Yeah. Well, the interesting thing in that movie, too, is like it's not even about the spark, right? That's kind of the message. It's, like it's, it's, it's even, finding the purpose of, right. of why you want to live. Right. And right? like that, it's almost like that. Um, what was the name of the soul that like was following? 22. 22. 22 got her spark at the end. And that was like, sorry, spoilers. Uh, she got oh, her spark. Oh, shit. I mean, whatever. <laughs> she got her spark at the end. And it was um, basically just remember she was had that moment of presentness, right? Where she was. Just yeah. And just like leaves, seeing life and being there, like, wow, like, you know, life is I just got beautiful. Thinking about that, Whoa, you know, dude, it's crazy. My hairs bro, are standing tripping. <laughs> this is crazy, bro. No, but seriously, I think that's. For for me, for from what I can tell from from my direct experience, that is a huge part of what life is about is just existing and just yeah. being and just, and just experiencing being, yeah experiencing that's, that's everything like that. as fully as you can within this present moment, mm-hmm. right? It truly is that, um, and you know, I I think people complicate it too much, man. Like it's not being happy, being at peace is not dependent on anything. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not dependent on any external factor. Mm-hmm. Right, it's about just accepting everything as it is, mm-hmm. you know, and not trying to change, not resisting, not whatever comes up in that moment. You just work with it, mm-hmm. you know. And, and it's not. I'm saying this right now as if it's a simple thing. It's not. Right? Yeah. No. This is a process of deconditioning every single habitual thing that causes you to suffer, and reconditioning, and reconditioning all these things. Every time something comes up, you're telling yourself, you know what? No, I'm not going to react to that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay attention to the way this air feels on my arm mm-hmm. or pay attention to the movie that I'm watching. You right? pay attention to my chest rising and falling as right. I'm breathing. Right. Even right now, paying attention to the conversation we're having, mm-hmm. right? Rather than a thought. That What's going on? Yeah. Or, like you know, flip, what time flip-flops. is it? Right. Yeah. It's hard. It's a constant. Right now thing. I have to pee and that's something that I'm yeah. struggling with. There you go. Because it's like it keeps popping up in my head. Right. Like, go pee. But I'm is your like, bladder... Well, you know, I don't need think, to leave right now. Your bladder can hold so much pee. I don't know about mine. Well, everyone's bladder is <laughs> you know, slightly different. But really, though, if you needed to pee, you will pee. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Right. So don't worry about it. Yeah. There is a huge... Like, I'm sure you have moments, too. <laughs> we're talking about pee now. But like, <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it goes, baby. Uh, that's how it be, man. That's how it be. The tangents. But no, for real, like you're in a car you're at a place where like you're, you're not able to pee for like the next 10 20 however many take your minutes. mind off it as best you can yeah that's all you can do mm-hmm. don't resist it just accept it and focus on so something else that's in your present moment experience right. you know mm-hmm. that's all you can do instead of sitting there and feeling the pressure on your bladder you know direct yeah. your attention to your breath right or uh, like the feeling of pressure like uh, laying back in yeah, a seat or something yeah, whatever you know? the fuck you can think of at the time and that works look not even the, look out the window and see what mm-hmm. trees are look at a bird or some there. shit I don't know yeah whatever and it works with everything though it's not just pee yeah <laughs> you know like it literally works the same way with any negative occurrence that's mm-hmm. happening and you really don't want to try and label things though either you know like if something comes up just label it as it is if, yeah. you, if you feel a negative emotion just say feeling 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 if you think a negative thought just say thinking 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 
Yeah. Right. It's uh, not. That's like that's like the 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 database kind of thing, right? Because you can you can add the other fields to like be more descriptive because that's what right. you want to do in terms sure. of like data and things like that. But in terms of like your database in your yeah. head, like you don't need to label things. No. You don't need to be like this is bad, this is good. No, it's not black or white, right? Yeah. It just is. It it's just neutral. Is. It's right. completely neutral. Yeah. There's nothing else to it, right? Whatever mm-hmm. you're experiencing. Like, oh, I feel this weird pinch in my side. Like, right. it's just something that's going and, on with my body. Oh, something I learned recently, too, is like, it's called Tonglen. It's like a style of meditation. And basically, you, basically, every time that you feel something or experience something, you look at it and you say, okay, I'm experiencing calmness right now. I'm experiencing peace. Mm-hmm. And when you're experiencing something positive, you say, I wish this for everyone. Right. Or Mm -hmm. I wish this for a specific person that Mm -hmm. I have some ill will towards. Right. Mm -hmm. Or when you're experiencing something negative, you say, I hope that no one has to experience this or, Mm -hmm. you know, I hope that people don't have to deal with this Mm -hmm. right now. Right. So by doing that, you're basically compassion, compassion. Right. It's just building this, this, your perspectives, you're rewiring your brain to be like, you know what? Everyone experiences this dude it's so fucking interesting to think about shit like that because i don't know if that's buddhism or like what that is but like i mean with the catholic upbringing and just thinking about the times that i was in you know church listening to a Mm -hmm. priest talk and like reading scriptures from the bible and stuff you know it's like a lot of the stuff has to do with compassion oh yeah Right, like, like I'm sure a lot of the stuff with other religions have to do with compassion. What they're pointing towards, right? It's like they're all pointing in a certain direction, right? But they're like claiming different outcomes in a sense, and that's like, and that's like personally for me, like why I like pulled away from like religion itself because I think it's like on, I think religion and organized religion, you know, has its purposes and has its meanings for certain people. Sure, but for me personally, I couldn't get past the fact that it's like like claiming something right like oh like like god like 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 i am a catholic i believe in god it's trying to give you an I am, answer right it's like trying to give me an answer but like i want to create my own answer you have i to want see to create it for, for myself i want to see it for myself that's I want what to create buddhism it for myself. is about right see it for yourself yeah experience it for yourself uh-huh. because what else is there Right. You cannot get an experience from someone else right. or from something. I can I can sit there and pray, aka meditate. Again, there's so many like fucking variations, similarities right? and yeah. variations and things like that. I can sit there and and give a quick prayer to my, you know, grandpa who's dealing sure. with dementia right Which is now. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, and like, you know, but you you could do the same thing through like meditation like sure. you were just saying, right? Like You're you can sit it. there and like yeah. you can think about this experience and be like, you know, I hope you know, grandpa's doing okay yeah. i hope this person's doing okay it's the same thing it's like building compassion yeah right i believe it's it's more to the point though you know it's like yeah you're being more specific about your intentions of how you're trying to interact with what you're experiencing right yeah rather than you know and i've never prayed i've never prayed yeah. myself right and i have no qualms against people who do prayer or whatever right well, but, well that's what i'm saying like I'm, i think i'm pretty sure like when i'm thinking about it now like of course like i prayed and stuff as mm-hmm. a catholic growing up and sure. everything like that but like you know i'm i'm like 90% sure that like it's it's essentially the same fucking thing praying is basically just sitting there and like quote unquote having a conversation with god which is just in your head it's like oh like dear You're lord him, right? you know like yeah. please watch over my family you know please take care of me please give me the strength to you know uh give me the strength and courage to yeah. you know 
um, allow me to do well in my uh, job interview, mm-hmm. whatever, blah blah blah. That, yeah. It's like it's like directing it in like certain ways and stuff like that. So like I, there definitely is a difference between like mm-hmm. meditation and and prayer. But like mm-hmm. I think at the core of like what it's like trying to accomplish is very similar. Yeah. Well, of course, the intention again, everyone wants to be happy. No one yeah. wants to suffer, right? Everyone wants the best for people on a on some level, right? right? But here's the di- I think the biggest difference here is like. And I don't want to generalize too much, but like if people are praying in the way that you described, right? They're talking to God, being like, please, like, you mm-hmm. know, give me the strength, give me something, right? What what is he giving you that you don't that already you have? Can't, yeah, exactly. And that's that's that's, that's like the whole point it of it. It's like you're you're asking some exterior right. you know, force right. for the power to do this when right. you have to like be like, Okay, like Tyler give me the fucking yes, strength. You are Tyler, God. give me the courage. You are God. You yeah, have if God you want to look at it like yeah. that, yeah, I think yeah. that's more of like how I kind of view it, I you view know. I view it that way too. You know, not that I'm like some deity no. who's like all powerful and no. all knowing and shit, but like. Well, and for me, it's like I never believed in God. I never had any religious like. Upbringing I never had an experience of feeling that, you know what yeah. I mean? I never had any connections there. Mm-hmm. I, and I did identify as agnostic now. Um, but I'm very spiritual now, obviously, mm-hmm. and I understand that there is some higher. There's some higher force, something, which, dude. Right? And like, it's, it's cool too, because like, you know, I think about like, like my Kairos retreat that I went on, which is like, you know, everyone splits up into groups and talks about things that are going in your life, and a lot of it is to like get people to like open up about things mm-hmm. in their life and to have other people learn acceptance and have, right. you know, those people that are opening up about their situations yeah. learn acceptance for themselves and yeah. i think at the end of the day it's all just building compassion for one another yeah. right and I, like I, I remember directly you know speaking to uh um one woman uh, one of the adult leaders that was there um afterwards because i opened up a lot in like my group yeah, and like talked about it and you know and and in a certain moment i i remember clearly her saying that she can like feel the presence of god and I, I, I think about it frequently because when I was Catholic and when I was like more, um, you know, religiously inclined, I mm-hmm. guess is a way That's I could way put, put it. it. Um, you know, I would think about that and be like, did I experience, you know, did I feel God in the room? And mm-hmm. and my answer was always no. Yeah, same. Because I don't. What the fuck is what God? Does it feel like? like what is? Can you put that on paper? And like, and like the mean? more I think about it, especially now after like you know developing an understanding of of like mindfulness, meditation, gratitude, all all the stuff like that, right? Like I think I think those feelings of like experiencing like some like God moment, right, yeah. where you can feel God in the room. Magical. What if that's just love? What if that's just compassion? Yeah. I think I've always. You know, it's I, like I definitely see what you're saying. I've always classified it as extreme moments of presentness and yeah. consciousness yeah right just feeling everything so at peace right. and like and yeah everyone has had glimpses of that right yeah everyone has had glimpses of that mm-hmm. and that's again that is part of our human nature to feel that right mm-hmm. but if we go against that nature and spend our whole lives building resistance against that mm-hmm. right and distraction mm-hmm. and habitual ways of being unconscious mm-hmm. right then we have to do the work in the opposite direction then to mm. get back to where we were. Right? It's like untangling all when, the cords. When you were a kid, when you were a baby, did you have to try to be conscious? No. no you just you, were. You just the were. World, that's why, man, it, when I was in high school, like growing up, I was so nostalgic. Yeah. I was so like, oh, yeah. I wish I could be a kid again. Everything yeah. was so exciting. Everything was so 
you know, there was no pain. There was no. There was this. no issues. Right. I wasn't sad. And that's and that's blah, rose colored glasses to some extent. I'm sure that wasn't right. the case entirely. I definitely felt pain in moments. Yeah, of, whatever. of course. Yeah, exactly. but the thing that's very true, I think, is kids are very untainted, pure, like beings who are naturally conscious. When we are born, we are naturally conscious, mm-hmm. right? Until it's not taking away consciousness, but things cover it up. Yes, right? society. Societal and living and, everything, and upbringing, yeah. you know, right. nature, nurture. So, again. but that's the beautiful thing about it is like people are trying to get back to a similar place, right? Yeah. They just describe it in different ways mm-hmm. and with different words, but everyone wants to get back to that place, right? Yeah. At least on some level. Even yeah. the most depressed people that I've talked to in my life have been like, have had some glimmer of like, I just wish I could. It's like, oh, I remember this yeah. moment and I just want to go yeah. back to that yes. because that's the last time I remember being yes. happy. And, right? I, you know, I always say like, you know, people are always living in the past, blah, blah, blah. But like, I get it. I've done yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Do Everyone you know? does. Like, it, you know, the most fucking conscious person in the world, like Buddha, Dalai Lama, who, whoever fucking, you know, <laughs> you know, at some point in their life, they've looked in the past and been like, ah, oh, I wish i could go back to that yeah at some point right at some point yeah unless you were born enlightened you right know? you're born enlightened and you were never exposed to anything Here's, besides enlightened people yeah if you fucking, were born in like yeah. a temple and you were taught yeah. to meditate and, yeah know? then i mean but here's sure the thing life is great. i have heard some stories or some ways of looking at this where it's like you are already enlightened you are already it's a, just finding it again yeah finding it or just being it just letting and just, it, and just letting it letting be. it okay just letting it be right and because what are you lacking is enlightenment or whatever idea you have about being that being present all the time being able to tap into that magic all the time is your idea about that is that like you know do you need something to do that Mm -hmm. what do you need i don't know you don't need any you have everything that you need to do that right right which is you know essentially just yourself you have the capability to be conscious yeah right everyone does everyone has the potential Mm -hmm. right so tap into that and right. and do the do the work to decondition all the things that take away from that ability. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Decondition everything that goes against that. Yeah. And and go with the flow of that consciousness that, you know, it's called Buddha nature. Yeah, don't walk, you know, like like I like to think of like shit like that, you know, like trying to walk against a stream you or are. something, right? You are. Like like instead of yeah. just going with it. Yeah. Absolutely. Go with the flow is a very like simple phrase. Yeah, but, you're like, making it more difficult for yourself by yeah. trying to resist and walk Change up the stream instead of just yeah. going down it. It never works, fucking... man. Every time in my life I've resisted, it's never been a good thing. Yeah, it's never, never. you know worked never, out ever. for the best. But it's it's a lot harder. It's easier said than done, for sure. Yes. Especially for a lot of people, and I'm I'm very like understanding of like people who are in situations worse than mine. Right? Yeah. I'm very lucky. Mm-hmm. I'm very very lucky to have the opportunity to like explore a lot of these ideas right now and Mm -hmm. you know and to i'm i'm always thinking about this too is i got introduced to these ideas Mm -hmm. what if i never met someone that introduced me ideas right right the the person who introduced me to these ideas initially was um my therapist um shout out to tom what's up tom (laughs) tom might be watching this (laughs) but yeah he kind of he didn't like directly say like all of these things that i'm talking about now but like he got me started down my own path right right? so he kind of pushed me in that direction right but i looking back now i felt inclined to go down that path i was always Mm -hmm. questioning my thoughts i was always Mm -hmm. wondering like what is which is why Why you decided 
therapy would be a good right. thing in the first place. Right? I didn't even go to the therapy with the intention of like, I need to fix this. Like, issue. oh, I'm sad. I need to talk no. to. Yeah. I just wanted to think. I wanted to better understand myself. Mm-hmm. Right? I wanted to understand what is this all about? Mm-hmm. Why am I like this? Dude, I mean, and that's why we always say like everyone needs a goddamn therapist, dude. Oh, yes. It's not. About, I say this to like yeah. people all the fucking time. Like everyone needs one. Everyone should. Everyone should yeah. like like want to understand themselves better that's the only and that's what psychiatrists or yeah. not psychiatrists like therapists like yeah. psychologists and stuff like like aim to do like counselors Hope, most like, of them do hopefully. yeah like i think i think it would be hard to like get a position like that and stuff without the intention of wanting to help people understand they themselves definitely better. i think people there's i've heard stories of some therapists of course who yeah are, there's definitely some right, that are like some, odd ones out that right. like aren't great at I their think job a lot of people may be looking at therapy like oh like you know i don't want to face my issues i don't want to have to deal with this i don't want to have to do that and like i don't want to be judged like, i don't, don't want to relive the past yeah, i don't want to have to go to someone and like spill out my guts and it's like yeah you don't have to do i don't want to be looked down on for yeah, having a therapist that's a big one that's a big one and by one thing i've done to get past that too is like just tell everyone that i do therapy mm-hmm. i'll casually mention it yeah i got therapy on Saturday. yeah oh, I dude, have therapy. like fucking, all the time Cause it's not a big deal. It's like not. normalize going to therapy. Absolutely. Fucking, you don't need Everyone. to be depressed. You don't need to have like schizophrenia. Right. You don't have to have something wrong with yeah. you. If you have a desire to understand yourself That's, better, literally just sit yeah. there and talk to a man or woman right. who is a third party yeah. and who can help you understand help you help your yourself. thoughts. Yeah. It's yeah, it's helping you help yourself, dude. Mm-hmm. If you think about it in a sense like that, you know, like like I have ADHD. I was prescribed to Adderall for a bit. I was using it as a tool to help me stay focused. Right. A therapist is essentially as a tool to help you understand yourself better. Yeah, the only if difference you, is like, that it's a weird comparison. The Adderall, but I think it makes sense. I think the Adderall is something that it it like creates some kind of space for you to act. Mm-hmm. The therapist is doing a similar thing, but on a grander scale. Yeah, on a, on a larger scale on in a the way sense. larger yeah. scale, and it's not like. And it's, yeah, it's not like, you know, just pop a pill and no. it's like whatever. You can't just pop a therapy session. Yeah, you can't, you know? yeah, you can't <laughs> pop a therapy. You have to put in, what you, have what you put, put in, it, you get out. Exactly. Right? And that's that's the most important thing. Because yeah. like, you know, there's people that go into therapy and they're like, yeah, I didn't get anything out of it. It was like, well, what the fuck did you say? Right. Like, what did you put into it? It's not about what you say. It's how you express what's inside, right? You need to be right. accurate. Right, you need to, right. you need to give them the therapist the opportunity to understand mm-hmm. yourself. Give right? them the life of Joey. Give them yeah. the life of Tyler. Oh, Emotions, feelings, all all, the, all of it, all because of they're there to help you sort through it all and yeah. help you organize it into Re-or- things file, that make sense. Yes, yeah. it's taking your shit pile of papers <laughs> that is just so fucked up and yeah. decluttered and reorganizing it yeah. so that you can make sense of things and understand what's yeah. going on and start right? to feel like you have some sense of control right yeah some sense of like normalcy in your mm-hmm. life right that's the biggest thing it's given me it's just like life is is that is that a fairly like you know it's not like extremely yeah, bipolar it's not extreme swings, right? roller coaster shit right and it felt like that for a lot of my life it felt like that, where it was just like just super like, happy, yeah, super huge sad. ups and downs. Yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, like this girl's yeah. talking to me. Like, oh, now she's oh, not. Bro, like, don't oh. even get me started on relationships. Fucking high school. But that's shit. Every every most of the relationships I was in were like that. Either high right. low, high low. Right. Is that love? No. No. Fuck no. Love has no opposites. Nope. It just is. It just right? is. And in the same way, your life 
it can be like this. It's mm-hmm. still gonna have those little ups and downs. Yeah. Of, along the way, of mm-hmm. course. But and even even large ones, you know, like 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 sure. death, like you know, that's unavoidable. Sure, it'll be like more like that, but you'll always come back, right? You'll, right. You can always come back to this place if mm-hmm. you're putting in the work, mm-hmm. going to therapy, being aware of yourself, understand, trying to understand things as they are happening, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need to necessarily work with every single traumatic thing that happened in your past in order to understand yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't need to make sense of everything. Yeah. And some things, a lot of things don't like, make you know, sense. You don't need to like dig deep into no, your past and like analyze it, every single fucking that, thing that's ever happened. You, it, When you need to do that, you will know. Yeah. Right? It will come up when it comes up, when it's necessary to get through mm-hmm. that. Right? And then it's up to you to deal with it right. then and there. And it's great to have a therapist because they will guide you through that process. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a beautiful thing to have. But on a more important level, I think a therapist... Who and there's a certain style of therapy that's called like uh, something like it's not cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm. It's um uh. I gotta look it up. I'll 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 get it for the next episode. But like okay. it's something. It's there's cognitive behavioral therapy and something else. And this other style of therapy is basically tailored to trying to better understand yourself, mm-hmm. right? And that's really what a therapist should be trying to do, mm-hmm. right? Like you could work with all these different situations. Like oh, I feel anxious in this part of my life, and just isolate that. And look at it in like this small bubble. But what is that going to do for you on a larger scale? Right? Mm-hmm. You can't just look at your problems as isolated things. They're all connected. Right. right. Everything is connected. Mm-hmm. You can't ignore that. Right. Right. Agree. I'm going to take this moment of silence here to use the restroom. Mm-hmm. Hello. We're back. We're back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we were kind of just deciding there that it's been about two hours think it's okay but uh it's been about two hours right yes almost there um we just kind of ended at a a nice place to stop we think i think so too um we don't know how to do like outros yeah bro bro, it ain't no cheesy shit man it's been real uh we're gonna probably do like more episodes that are tailored around certain topics but like for the first one we wanted to do kind of just like a general just a free ball because like again like we said earlier this is like kind of how we normally talk when we're just hanging out Mm -hmm. but like and this is a good way to get to know us if like you don't fucking yeah i think that's a a, a, another important thing that we we were trying to aim to do as well is is we we feel that what we say and 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 what we're talking about can can be better tailored towards people if you guys understand us and how we function yeah. and how we talk and our our relationship and like how like our humor yeah. all that shit so like we wanted to kind of you know we want to keep it uh chill it's a yeah. chill thing right um it's a chill we don't want pressure on us to feel that uh, you know we need to live up to some expectation for the audience or anything. Um, and the pressure would come from ourselves, though. right? We're it's not, it's created by ourselves, no, and we, that's and that's yeah. also like why you know. But we like we that. we want you guys to like you know understand us, I guess, and I think uh, that would just help uh, with the podcast in the long run. Yeah. You know that helps create some kind of understanding yeah. and some kind of community. Some, some kind of it like builds a bridge. Yeah. It builds a bridge compared people, to just yeah. us being random motherfuckers like yeah. talking about shit. You know, family members, friends might watch this and all, yeah. but like, you know, yeah. There's people who are gonna be watching this that may know us in real life, but like. Even for those people, you're probably seeing and hearing things that you may not know about. Yeah, I mean, right? like you know? 99% of you I haven't talked to in years. Oh, yeah. And I don't, I don't, I'm not active on social media. Mm-hmm. No, me You neither. know, I don't like, 
you know, shit like that. So I think I think it's cool too, because like again, like I don't, I'm not active on social media. Like I don't think people have like seen or heard anything from me since radar, goddamn dude. like high school, <laughs> dude. Like yeah, I'm fucking. And, but life isn't high school, you know. Life is yeah. beyond anything. Right, beyond exactly. School, and college, so I just think it's like interesting, stuff. though. Right. Too. And so like, if if you you know you know if you resonate with any of this stuff, whether you're 20, whether you're 60, I don't give a fuck, dude. Just yeah, yeah, enjoy it, you know, and yeah, interact with it the way you want. You know, it's 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 for us, but it's also for you. Yeah. You know, if you like it, watch it. Yeah, if we gonna not, be coming in hot with more yeah, episodes. Yeah, you know? coming in hot with some more bars that drop. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be dropping yeah. some a mixtape yeah soon actually no no we're just gonna be dropping podcast episodes talking about dumb shit maybe a mixtape one day maybe who one knows day. we need to i gotta Depends. work on the piano we got mics and he's know? got a piano i have a guitar uh, um, i'm a little maybe one day yeah maybe one day but um, for now we're just doing the podcast yeah um, anyways it's been real yeah it's been real it's a chill thing it's a chill thing signing out signing out peace out peace out oh wait hang on my name is tyler by the way oh. we we don't even <laughs> <laughs> no way dude all right i'm, I'm joey i'm tyler <laughs> all right um and on that note yeah on that note it's a chill thing <laughs> chill thing bro Goodbye. peace the fuck out bro